Hello, dear listener, and welcome to a special episode of the Call Me By Your Game podcast. What you're about to hear is co-op episode 5, all about Shadow of the Colossus, one of my personal favorite games of all time, and a game that I got to discuss with a group of people way back at the end of the year 2020, uh, and I think it's a great episode. Uh, these are normally Patreon exclusive for our uh, $10 engineer Toad tier, so if you want to hear current episodes in an audio format only like this, uh, like Alan Wake 2, Super Monkey Ball 2, and honestly, a lot of sequels this coming year, uh, like Half-Life 2, um, and just plenty of others, then you can check us out there. Uh, we have a ton of content, but there's also a ton of free content for you as well. Uh, so if you like my podcast, check out that stuff, follow us on social media, and enjoy this episode with three of my favorite people to talk about video games with. We've got Roxy Polk, Alec Robbins, and Cody Ziegler on this episode. Truly three of my favorite people, and I think we made a, a, just for a really fun discussion on this really special game uh, by Fumito Ueda and his team uh, way back in 2005. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, please enjoy this episode. I'll see you on the next one. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, of course, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McKay, bring on a guest, normally just the one, to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. But if you're listening to this show, you know all of this because you are a Patreon subscriber at the DJ Toad level. This is, you're, you're, you're the elite, you're the top of your class, uh, so this is me saying all these nice things to make you feel good about paying to listen to this show. Uh, but, so thank you so much to every patron, uh, who is listening right now, um, but as you know, this is a little different style episode than normal. Normally I sit down with one, uh, guest to talk about a special game from their past, on these, we it's more of a round table, uh, deep dive show. I'm still talking about you know what we think is special and what we enjoy. The people who are on the show today, but it's a uh, less of a you know one on one sit down, uh, serious interview. And this is more of like this is gonna like jazz or uh, like everyone's favorite medium, more like improv. Uh, so yeah, so that's this is pretty much what this is. Uh, you already support the show, um, but I do want to encourage you uh, to leave us a rating and review if you haven't done that on the regular show feed. And then if you have any questions or want to share memories that you have about this game, you can email us at call me by your game podcast at gmail.com. That's it for now. Uh, I will of course welcome our, uh, unfortunately I didn't get the 16 guests. Like I hoped one for each Colossi. I only got the three, but they're three, uh, fantastic people. So first please welcome field Hawk rider, Cody Ziegler, Zig, welcome. How's it going? How how we how we living? 
We are living just fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm speaking for everyone, of course. Yeah, the, um, the royal we. Yeah, the royal we. Uh, and we'll get into. We'll talk to everybody a little more about themselves in a second. But I, I always feel weird when people are hanging and feel like they can't speak. So yeah, next, I, I want to welcome Lizard Tail Scavenger Roxy Polk. <laughs> Roxy, welcome back. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here talking about this game with you guys. Uh, it's going to be great. And I can again say for the Royal, we we're happy to have you. Uh, and last but not least prayer statue, regular Alec Robbins. Welcome, sir. Hello. So thank you for speaking for me a couple times already saying I'm fine and I am fine. I just want to, <laughs> I want to agree. Yes. I want to make sure it's You're heard. so welcome. Alec, Alec and I had a one, one-on-one before everyone else arrived. Uh, we went over the rules, uh, <laughs> that I would be speaking for him. So yeah, you're absolutely welcome. Uh, but yeah, it's so good to have the three of you here. You all have been guests on the regular feed before, so I'm sure that people uh, remember you from that. Zig, when we had you on, uh, you were the first of the crew. Uh, we talked about XCOM Enemy oh, Unknown. Yeah. Uh, we did. What, was that episode one? This was, I think you were like episode 30 or something like that? I think you're right because I... I Full disclosure, I did look at the uh, Call Me By Your Games Instagram <laughs> and you posted a picture of all the episodes. Yes. I think my number was mm. 30. So okay. It's like the first out of yeah. three of us, chronologically. Yeah. yeah, the first of the... Th- I gotcha. Yeah. That's what confused me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a That's lot of counting because of all the colossi, <laughs> so I just want to make sure... This is just a counting warm-up, if anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just getting I'm just getting revved up. Oh, good, good. I love, I love where your head's at, uh, Alec. This is great. Um, Zig, how have you been since then? Uh, we, you know, we know you, you're a, you're a TV writer. You're a, you're a, a Twitter. I would say you're kind of like the Batman of Twitter. When I say that, oh. I, I mean that like you keep I only our come friends out in- when people at me. Um, yeah. I, I used to stick in the you, shadows. You keep our friends in check. Uh, you show up when we need you and sometimes you do abuse your power just a little bit. And just only, only, only because I'm, I'm the Twitter that I'm the tweeter that Twitter deserves not the Twitter that Twitter needs. <laughs> You know what? If I would have tried to say that, I would have said it. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to throw Zig under the bus, but I think Zig said it. Hey, I'm a Marvel guy. I got a full disclosure. I can't. I can't even pretend like I. I I know the DC lore. Uh, I'm good. I'm. uh, I. I go. I have to say, I have not. Never. Maybe since I was in middle school, have I played so many video games in my life. I have been buying video games constantly on the Nintendo Store on. The PS store, like I, because I'm also currently also in North Carolina because I was just going crazy sitting in my apartment in K Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I have been literally playing Hades for four to five hours a day. Oh, damn. And then I would ha- <laughs> hopping over to uh, PS5 and saving Harlem with Miles Morales and Spider Man. It's, it's been, it's been a wild, uh, wild couple of weeks for me over hey, here. Congrats on wow. getting a PS5 in general. <laughs> it's like an uh, achievement. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, it took me 45 minutes back in September to weasel my way into a Best Buy, <laughs> like checkout line. And oh, you got it physically. Nice. Uh, no, I did it online, mm. but uh, I, the the website like glitched out, so I had to like basically sta- stare at my shopping cart for like 45 minutes and then finally oh, it, it went oh, through okay. and then like two months later it showed up yeah so like i'm doing what i can i'm 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 realized i'm in, I'm in a privileged state right now so like uh you know i'm being cognizant of that well that's you know your your awareness is really going to take you a long way i'm thank sure you, people King. told you this um so so we thank you for that but yeah it does sound like you're just like 
basking in the glory of some <laughs> games. Like some of those are like the those are two of my favorite games of the entire year. Uh so wow. I'm really happy for you. So you would you would say you're enjoying yeah. quarantine. You're having a great time. You know, I'm thriving in quarantine. I'm playing video games, eating burritos. Uh, you know, I really, really can't ask for much more other than a vaccine, which we got now. So like, check back in March. We'll see how, how I'm really doing. Yeah, uh, you'll 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 ha- you'll be weaseling your way to the online store and sneaking the vaccine for yourself, too, just like the PS5. Yeah. Uh, You'll be the first of us to get the vaccine. Yeah, and, we'll all be yeah. Jealous. and I won't do a resale either. It'll be whatever it costs is what no, it costs. No. Yeah. You're not evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not going to scalp the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Thirtieth uh, on this show, but first in the vaccine line. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's so good. It's good to have you back. I know we've we've been talking a little bit about mm-hmm. uh, games since we've uh, since since we've been in quarantine. We've been able to keep yeah. in touch about that, but. So are you are those like the two games? Because I want to hear about what everyone's playing quickly. But yeah, honestly, um, the game that I've been playing the most literally has been Hades, just because I got my ass rocked for the first thirty encounters, and then like I finally beat Hades, and then I went another twenty uh, losing to him. So like, whoa, it's really uh, it's it's I'm, I'm not good at roguelike games when I'm and I'm finding that out um, as I'm playing Hades. But honestly, it's been that, um, and honestly, I'd say Among Us is probably. The, the, those oh. are probably the two games I'm playing the most um, just because I, I do like, as you know, like I'm a big, I'm a social guy. Like I like talking with friends and meeting new people, mm-hmm. much like I'm meeting two people right now. Uh, and, and Among Us has been great to like catch up with um, old LA friends. And then we also will let in usually two or three randos, which is oh, just wow. fun. Um, we also <laughs> sure. will, we'll also play random <laughs> servers. So like we'll do like, sometimes we'll do Asia, sometimes we'll do Europe. And it's always fun getting in like a random Dutch kid. <laughs> who like only sort of speaks English and like <laughs> watching them like say someone is sus is very fun. It's just a, it's a great, uh, it's a great, um, it's basically what I want in video games. I think we've also, you Connor and I, we've played, uh, we've done some Mario Kart quarantine, yes. um, um, Grand Prix before. And like, that's another fun thing with like, you get to hang out with like all your fun, all your favorite, like comedy friends. And then a couple of strangers that you don't know. Totally. That's really what I've been looking for video game wise. Like I already spend enough time by myself. So like any type of excuse to have human contact, that's not like call of duty getting yelled at insults that I'm I'm 100% for. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, I agree, Alex. Social games are thriving. Uh, Last question for you, Zig is as Mm -hmm. a social gamer, have you gotten into much of fall guys? I have not. I, I will try it. I think what I enjoy most about, among us is that like i'm a big fan of just how simple it is i like sure. that it's literally i can play it on anything um that's true uh cars on the table my internet connection sucks ass where i'm at because i'm in the boonies <laughs> i'm in the, the country uh super rural part of the country so like my thank you for being honest with yeah this. i'm letting you guys know if if, if, it, if my video drops out it's because i have crappy uh wi-fi uh that's the main reason but also like uh, i think i just like the game loop i like i i like the social deduction aspect of among us so much and i love that it's made everyone start using sus. Um, it's a fun <laughs> word. I'm glad it entered the popular lexicon. Uh, and like, I think I like that more necessarily than like fighting 40 other people to get to like the special end or whatever. Yeah. But I, sure. I'm going to, I'll try it out um, at some point. Uh, but right now, like my heart belongs to uh, Hades and among us. And of course, uh, Miles Morales, we stand you King. We stand. Oh, uh, man, I really want to play that. That game. goes without saying. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, so Roxy, you haven't been able to play that game, but what have you been playing recently? Uh, literally like right before the podcast started, I was playing Dead by Daylight with, uh, 
like my childhood best friend, which uh, likewise is also a social game, uh, particularly if you're playing Survivor because it's like an asymmetrical multiplayer. So it's like 1v4. Um, mm-hmm. So like I this never happened before quarantine so kind of like how you were talking about cody um i have like a weekly meetup with friends from uh, my hometown to just play dead by daylight like saturday morning for a couple hours every week (laughs) that's been super fun so you get to catch up while we're playing and it's like a cooperative game where we're being hunted by killers Mm -hmm. (laughs) so (laughs) sounds lovely it's it's delightful really (laughs) and it's funny especially too because i'm like really the only one out of the group who likes horror stuff so when like i broached to play the game with them i was like are they gonna go for it because one of my friends in particular is like a super big scaredy cat (laughs) but once you kind of like get involved with the teamwork aspect of it and like you realize the killer is another person who's just playing it you know even if they're going after you it's kind of like you're just playing with other people uh, demystifies yeah. that demon running after yeah you so i've been playing that like in terms of social games and actually i'm like late to the party but i've been playing luigi's mansion 3 quite a bit oh which cool. is absolutely delightful oh, nice. super fun I thought that was a blast. That it was really a is. Game. It's in my queue. I, I haven't played it, but I definitely, I've like all my friends have talked about how much they love it. I really need to download yeah, it. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it, especially since it's a first party game. If you can never find it on sale, like just go for it is my <laughs> advice. Oh, yeah. Um, but like I'm playing a ton of different games on uh, stream in general because I, I stream three days a week. Um, so those are probably like my top Tell two. Us huh? <laughs> Tell us about your stream. Tell us about your stream. Oh, you oh yeah, yeah. Stream. Look at that really like more. discreet promo I just did there, huh? For all the listeners, the th- other three of us just got way closer to the camera because yeah. we're attentive. <laughs> to listen in more closely. Yeah, I stream on Twitch like three days a week. Um, so uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, and I'll do collabs like uh, the previous podcast episode I was on uh, with you, Connor, was with my bud Mikey. And like we will occasionally do it. Like we recently did uh, a co-stream playing the... Uh, Little Hope and Man of Medan games because uh, those wow. are like multiplayer choose your own adventure. Uh, oh, they're, they're very cinematic in the style of kind of like a horror movie or like a thriller movie. But so you have to okay. make like timed button presses and different choices to try and get better <laughs> endings. And uh, it's not as smooth of an experience as it could be, but it's really fun to play with other people. I would highly recommend it if you ever get the shot too. they're also like relatively cheap, like they're 30 bucks at launch so they're usually pretty cheap after mm. that okay not bad um uh and alec and you've probably met mikey before because that's jeremy's old roommate michael mccaller probably been on a pod oh, yeah. too I, we've definitely mm. been on a pod <laughs> been on a pod or two uh but was there so that's that's how that's how i know you pretty much was there anything else you wanted to and i didn't even necessarily ask zig this but any other way the listener might know you aside from the last episode you were on um well i'm like predominantly an artist and like a streamer second so like i've got a web comic i was an assistant editor at dark horse for a couple of years uh interned at a lot of other major oh, companies yeah. like in la at one point uh <laughs> kind of been all over the place um yeah. but uh yeah, just kind of doing freelance art stuff right now. I post a lot of a lot of Resident Evil fan art, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you have a cool store. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting into like doing a lot of product design and like some print on demand stuff with some of my designs. It's been very cool. Awesome. 
well, well, thank you. And before before I hard pivot to Alex Zig, uh, we I, I do want to give you your time in the sun. Of course, everyone knows you from your famous XCOM Enemy Unknown episode. Of course, the, the, um, I can't even walk down the streets without people be like, "Oh, you're the guy. You're the XCOM guy, right?" It's like, hey man, put my pants on one leg at a time, like just like everyone else. You know, I should have warned you that that was going to happen uh, after you came yeah. on. So, um, but yeah, I know you because we met through. Uh, I think I remember meeting you. We met in a podcast studio, actually. Uh, I think I'm we did, and I positive. think we became actual real friends at a mutual friend's birthday party back when we in could the before times. go out oh to bars gosh. for birthday parties. <laughs> yeah, in the long, long ago. <laughs> yes, uh, so long ago. But you – and then we we even like – don't let Edgar ever forget that we helped him punch up – the those mom plus year boys script oh yeah that's like right i forgot about ago. that <laughs> yeah. yeah so forgot we were uh, literally in a room together writing together. yes yeah. so so th- uh you're welcome edgar i know you're gonna be a listening, subscriber feverishly listening of course um but you're also a tv writer yourself i dabble i've been lucky enough to somehow worm my way into hollywood i don't know how they let me in but they let me in uh yeah <laughs> like uh you know i've written i've written for craig of the creek my episodes just dropped Actually, cool. not, not too long ago, it was really oh, cool. special for me because the episode, like literally my first episode of TV was about um, like how my dad grew up. So like it was really oh, nice, wow. like writing, you know, an episode that That's was fantastic. about like families coming together and like teaching each other how to camp. It was very fun. Uh, and then that I wrote for great. Uh, yeah, thank you. It was, it was <laughs> cool. a, a very surreal and the dream come true. And uh, like I wrote for She-Hulk. I have no idea when that's coming out because Marvel pushed back oh, literally wow. everything. So okay. yeah. Whenever it comes out, uh, watch it. Uh, I, I, I even more surreal. I have no idea how I weaseled my way into the Marvel room. But they let me have it, Wonderful. and uh, I, I got some stuff coming out for Robot Chicken next season too. Killer for a, yeah. for a weasel and a worm. You sure are a nice guy. Ah, uh, you know that's yeah. How I, I feel like you. maybe you got <laughs> in there on your own merit, but you're just being incredibly <laughs> humble about it. Well, let's not say anything crazy. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, well, well, thank you for for sharing and then um alec uh how might we know you um and then like what have you been playing friend (laughs) great questions i'd like to start first and foremost by apologizing because i have a cough and i've already (laughs) tried to stifle multiple coughs and i'm very self-conscious that that audio is going to come through and someone's going to be listening like what the the fuck is with that sorry for cursing i don't know if if that's (laughs) cursing cool coughing uh -uh. (laughs) Okay, cool. This is a safe space. Um, <laughs> you might know me from. <laughs> I'm always going to uh, make you comic. say it. I could have just introduced yeah, it's you. Okay. But uh, I'll, now, now from, that you're squirming over there, I'll let you do it. My webcomic, Mr. Boop, uh, which is about how I'm married to Betty Wait, Boop. holy shit. Hell yeah. Why did I not register that was you? I've been seeing your stuff all over Twitter and like read all of them. <laughs> <laughs> i love that uh, it's fantastic you guys should go read it <laughs> thank you i appreciate that uh and is taking and is is in a really cool place right now that how many episodes do you, have you announced how many you have left but I, I haven't said the number uh, when when will this go this uh, will come up in Dece- in middle of december okay so i mean i'll just i, I posted a countdown clock Oh, which is did? like a very an ominous choice that I made. To, uh, I just I like poking the crowd. <laughs> poking they the love crowd. it yeah, too, dude. Um, it's been working. 
so I just, without any context, posted a countdown <laughs> clock that if you did the math, you would discover that it ends on January 1st, 2021. Oh my gosh. So it's, there's about exactly one month left as of this recording. <laughs> we're in uh, it right Mr. now. Boop. So yeah, we're for the it. listener. And there is, there is a grand finale planned. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't want to say anything oh else my about gosh. beyond that. <laughs> I am so excited. I think one of the times I was most excited uh, during all of quarantine was, I think it was pretty soon after we recorded your uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 episode, which you're, of course, (laughs) most known for. Um, But (laughs) it was one of those days, I think two days in a row, you posted actual videos and that like kind of blew my mind a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because, sorry, we won't get too far in the weeds on this, but yeah, early on, because Mr. Boop just started as a comic strip and then... I I really wanted to add like some multimedia level to it. <laughs> so I, I, I have some friends, we all like have this comedy collective called Howland Park TV where we oh, have yeah. these old Yeah, okay. So yeah. yeah, you're familiar. We have like old TV cameras. Um it's a very cool setup where we can actually shoot on like and edit on like the actual TV stuff from the seventies wow. and eighties. Um and uh, I just went in and like we filmed a fake interview as if Mr. Boop had been a running comic strip for <laughs> decades. Um, and then what you're referring to is like way later, um, I did another one of those where I came clean yes. in the story. It it was uh, I was forced to admit that I made up the whole thing. I was never married to Betty Boop. <laughs> and uh, this was this was another interview where I admit that. And then the next video was I had a bunch of people send in videos saying that they forgive me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, so th- was, thank you a- again <laughs> is really what I wanted to just say today is thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, for, for giving me. <laughs> uh, so everyone I'm sure will keep an eye out for, I don't want to call it the end, but uh, that's maybe what it is. So who, who knows? Um, I will say nothing else. I, I can't spoil this. Awesome. Uh, but, it, <laughs> um, but you might also know me from like I production coordinate on uh, a bunch of absolutely shows yeah. so if you've seen like the eric andre show or dress up gang or uh i was on, i interned on comedy bang bang years ago um but yeah a bunch of those alt comedy adult swim type shows hell yeah i've got i've got tiny parts on non-creative <laughs> oh actually i got to be the gimp that whips grimes and season five yeah yeah so if you see a a guy in a gimp suit uh, whipping grimes that's that's me i have to say perfectly cast yeah just perfect uh that's awesome dude i mean all these things i know i just there thank you for refreshing the listeners and because i i know everything about you um but uh what have you been enjoying any games lately anything like really getting your getting you going yeah i it's funny because I've mostly been playing single player stuff, which mm-hmm. maybe says something about me. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I dipped into like a little bit of Among Us. I, I, I won't really play it on my own accord, but I love catching up with friends, and a lot of friends like to play it, so I'll, I'll do it in that setting. Um, I've really played so much Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, I've spent my entire life not getting into oh, Magic wow. okay. and it just barely counts as a video game but then quarantine hit and I was like I was always right this is it yeah <laughs> I knew I knew one day I would come crawling to Magic but uh held off for 30 years wow <laughs> Uh, what's that? I, I'm I'm not gonna come up with the saying right now because my brain, my wires in my brain aren't totally connecting. But it's like this, like you know, when you avoid something for so long, but you inevitably come to it. I, what am I thinking? Am I thinking of anything that makes sense? 
I'll think of something. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's our assignment we'll, we'll, for this episode. We'll call it uh, <laughs> succumbing to the great beast. There we go. Succumbing. That, yeah. That's very poetic, and I can get what nothing. it means from it. True. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Decided. Yeah, I'm, I support you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of that um, and spending money on it, which is foolish of me. <laughs> nice. Have you played any uh, games like that before? Yeah, I, I, every few years I would get back into the Pokemon trading card mm, game, which whoa. is why I knew I would mm. like Magic. Um, and it, the cycle is literally like, it's one of my friends and I will will just be like, eh, is it time? And then we'll go and spend like, we'll set a budget of like $100 and then we'll go like 200 over wow. over the course of like two months and then we'll swear it off and we'll say we'll never do this again. So we, we have a bad toxic relationship with trading card games, but um Arena is good. You can play it mm. for free. I I shouldn't be spending money on it. Gotcha. <laughs> you made it really sound like uh like you two are bank heist buddies, and that like you show up one day and you're like one last job. Okay. One last job. Let's see what Togepi's worth these days. <laughs> <laughs> you back in. Do they yeah. still have the double normal energies? That's my big question. What's double normal energies? Uh, I think I believe. <laughs> Sorry, no, I feel like I should. No, 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 know, it's okay. Uh, this is from like the orig- the beginning of the Pokemon trading card game. The normal energies were always like worth two energy cards for whatever reason. Mm. I, mean, I could be okay. remembering that incorrectly. I'm gonna say I don't, I don't remember because I I don't think I, don't I played that. that in probably twenty twenty years. <laughs> yeah, uh, and even then, like I got to admit, I just I just collected the cards because I thought they looked cool. I could never understand how to correctly play the game. Uh, I was I was strictly for trading, baby. I was here to trade. That's fair. That's honestly what most people did. But I will say I love trading card games, mm-hmm. and Magic is incredibly good. Um, I get I get why everyone has lifelong addictions to it. Awesome. Uh, well, that's that's your uh, signature on that one. Uh, thank you all three for being here. Um, I don't even think I introduced the game. Oh yeah, which which it happens. We've referenced it, and it's in the title. They know what they're getting into. But today, uh, this co-op episode is going to be about Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, not any particular version of it, because I'm sure we've actually probably all played uh, different versions. Full disclosure: I've only played uh the remaster. It's the only one I've ever played. Okay, only. Quick question: yes. Are there? There's only two versions, right? Or does the port, the PS3 port of uh, the original, count as a second version? I don't know if it counts, but it does. The, I think they did like improve it a bit, so I, it yeah, might. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, okay. Roxy, yeah, Roxy it's like essentially been like bumped up for like HD TVs and stuff. So they did tweak it a bit, gotcha. but it's not okay. like how the remake is just completely redone from the ground up. Mm. gotcha so you know you already held up the three so i'll count the three i mean i do i have three copies of it so that's what i count like i said oh wow counting is yeah there you go exactly (laughs) thank you for bringing us back there alec i appreciate it uh um well uh that is so we're i'm really excited uh to talk about this before we get into the game history and context i would like to uh and i know we're going to talk about this um throughout the throughout the episode because it's us talking about what we like and found special but um i would love to hear from everyone uh like when you first played this for the first time and what version since we're throwing Mm. juggling around the versions today so uh zig let's start with you when did you play this game i played it when it originally dropped on the ps2 like that's the version i had um and that's um 
because I, I I've heard of like I know that a lot of people loved Ico like the company's game before mm-hmm. that so that's how I sort of graduate gravitated towards the game and it looked exactly what I wanted like a giant open world game where I'm fighting giants I was like oh yeah like six year old me was like or fourteen year old me was like yeah this is exactly what I want. I climb a giant and I stab it with my magic sword, sure. And then, like, I played the first game. I, I beat the first Colossi, and I was like, oh, I feel sad for doing this. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, it's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. It actually feels somewhat haunting, and I don't know why. And then I, of course, beat the game, and then I found out why. But, like, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. like, sort of my first entry into uh, the idea of, like, games aren't just, like, Mega Man running from left to right shooting <laughs> things. And, like, <laughs> you could have emotional reactions to... Uh, to like the storytelling into um, like a game having, I guess game being as art. Cause I remember for some reason that was a big argument, yes. <laughs> a big yeah. controversial argument when I was younger, I, like are video games for, art? I was like, I, I would assume so they hire a yeah. hundred of artists to work on them. So I'd assume that they're artists, but who do I, who am I to say? Uh, but like, I remember that being one of the first video games I played where I did have an emotional action to the choices that I was taking. And it yeah. was one of those things, not unlike I've yelled about a lot that I really enjoyed about last of us too, is that like, even though you have problems with the choice that you're making, you're still just by the design of the narrative, you're forced to still make those choices. You can't just be like, Oh, you know, I don't know if I want to kill a bunch of innocent yep. um, uh, giants. I think I want to stop doing this. Like it sort of forced you to do that. And it forced you to realize that maybe, um, you know, this, un- you, you do have an unreliable narrator narrator where like you are necessarily aren't the, the hero that you thought you were. Mm-hmm. And as like a, as like a, you know, 14, 15, however old I was, I remember being really taken aback by like noticing that games could have deeper subtext and deeper context than necessarily what I saw on the back of the video game box with a guy <laughs> on a horse and a sword stabbing giants. <laughs> I get my actions had consequences. It would make me uh, think about, I <laughs> think about what I was doing. Yeah. Wow. No, no wonder you're so emotionally intelligent. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend may disagree, but thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, girlfriend, if you're listening, uh, uh, if you ever need to chat, uh, I will convince you of this again. Um, okay, wait, I just looked this up. Yes. And this is, sorry, I just had a passing thought. I was wondering, no, go for it. when did Shadow the Hedgehog come out? The other famous oh, Shadow no. game. Ooh. They, came out, they came out within a month of each other. No oh, way. Wow. <laughs> That, and that's why that game didn't take off, take off. Yeah, well, right. There's yeah. only room for one shadow. That's the one with the gun, right? Just think if it were to that the first. later yeah. one. Yeah, it's it's oh, okay. a gun. I think it's, it's a motorcycle too, even though he's just as fast as Sonic <laughs> yes. for some reason. And the guns are like the size of his head. Sorry, we're <laughs> not here to talk about shadow cool, the hedgehog. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember what triggered me to to look that up right now, so I'm sorry, but I, it felt very very important to me. <laughs> no need to apologize, Alec. That was necessary, and I need you all three to agree right now to come back into. A shadow the hedgehog oh, I'm episode I'm three free. years yeah. down the road. I've watched all the cutscenes from that game. I've I've queued up the YouTube playlist <laughs> multiple times. I love that. You will be. Yeah. You'll just be the I, video uh, correspondent. I love Sonic lore. I think it's nonsense. <laughs> Very fun. Um, was multiple your... hedgehogs have fallen in love with human mm. yeah. women. It was only setting the stage for Mr. Boop. There that's you go. Where, yeah, that's you know, famous where your inspiration comes from. You can, yeah. yeah. Obviously, I've got my inclinations. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, Zig, have you ever played a different version of, than the PS2? Yeah, I bought the remastered version. The did it come out on the PS4? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I bought the remastered mm-hmm. version. Like, I guess when it dropped, and I just literally never played it. I just never. I just like, oh, I'm going to get to this, and I never did. Until I got my PS5, because I, I got lucky enough to got one. And I, I fired it up specifically to uh, just to have a reference, because I haven't played it in so long for this 
this podcast and like it looks great and like what rewatching it or rewatching it replaying it now uh uh it's it's just everything that i would want in like that type of gaming where like dude very atmospheric um the characters are just speaking in a made-up language which i like which makes it seem foreign to everyone because it's not just like they're speaking weird english or weird japanese or whatever part of it uh i i loved that um as soon as you step out of that temple you can just sort of go anywhere like you have to beat the first colossi but you can really like just ride around your horse and just like see what the land is like like Mm -hmm. it's it's sort of me it sort of really felt like a precursor to uh to breath of the wild mm. like when they really th- they just because they just like throw you like once you get the little glider they just throw you into hyrule and you're like yeah. all right good luck dude we'll see you in like 40 hours so like that's kind of the same vibe that i got from shadow of the colossus uh and i definitely like i beat the first boss um and i forgot how uh <laughs> how haunting it was to like watch this oh giant thing just sort of collapse the ground and like i can't remember the name but they i can't remember i think it was called like the wanderer i think that's the first one like even like the name, like I like the poetry of the naming, uh, the way that they named the, the giants and stuff. Like it's a, a very haunting game. I know I'm going to have a very sad time replaying it over the next couple of weeks. So uh, thanks, Connor, for, for, for opening that emotional wound for me. You know what? If there's anything I'm known for, it's opening emotional wounds. So you're very welcome. Uh, that is that's fantastic. And before we move on to uh, Alec, I'll ask you next. I, I want Zig, I think when you came on the show originally, that was when The Last of Us 2 came out and you had just finished it. Oh, yeah. And my friend at the time, I told you that I was like, I don't really want to play it because mm-hmm. right then, because we're in a pandemic and yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. too close to home. So I waited until uh, last week to borrow it from a friend and now I'm playing it when things are twice as bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, has everyone here played the game at least a little bit? Like, I don't want to, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's Please a moment. Talk. I, I've watched a lot of it and I yeah, dislike it's- it. It's all been spoiled. I I liked the first one, but all of the second one's been spoiled for me, so you're fine. (laughs) Yeah, there's just one moment in the game that uh, it always makes me cry. You, it's just like a a game loop thing where like you find out it's like the first time they introduce dogs into like oh these are new enemies that you have to watch out for. Oh, dude, and like I love dogs. Like I just I feel bad anytime I have to kill an animal in any video game. It's not like a giant like monster wolf. It's like an actual dog. And like I, I, I killed the dog's like handler, and the dog just like started crying, and like it goes up to oh. it, and like it runs around, like whimpers and stuff, and like I just shut the game off because I started crying. I was like, I, I can't handle this. Like I'm it's trying to escape lot. my problems, not take on more. So it's like Connor, it's I look forward to anything. I look forward it's to yeah. experiencing that. I'm about uh, I I I'm a little, about two thirds of the way through. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that some. That now nah, I'll talk to you about it later. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can text about it. Yeah, <clears throat> I, and I absolutely will. Um, Alec, uh, hello. How did you discover this game? When did you and how have you played it over the years? I never had a PlayStation until PS4. Oh, oh same but, here. Um, I was I was always fiercely loyal to Nintendo. <laughs> um, and at one point I had like an Xbox 360, and I don't really remember why I even wanted it. I did use it. <laughs> I think I just wanted to play some like third party games that weren't uh, Nintendo. A bunch but... of Connect stuff, right? <laughs> oh yeah, Love huge into Connect, Connectimals, <laughs> Crackdown, yeah. Um, but no, I I'd always wanted to play Shadow of the Colossus because I have this like lifelong fixation with giant creatures oh wow um whether like not not even kaiju movies necessarily but like i would always watch any of those like big disaster monster movies Mm -hmm. and never they never really scratched the right itch for me like i don't know what i wanted out of them yeah but shadow the colossus was it and i could like tell 
from a distance and I never had like the means to play it. But in college, my friend had a PS3 that had the one of the early models where you can play oh, PS2 cool. games. And I remember uh, found out that she had Shadow of the Colossus and I played it during a party. I think I like <laughs> just went into her room and just played on her PS3 this entire party. And I can I continued to play it that way. And I, I don't even think I borrowed the PS3. You only played but it I've, when she had parties, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, great context for that game. Loud music outside and you're like, oh, I'm killing these beasts. But no, um... I, I've since I replayed it plenty of times since then, and I also did play the the remake. Um, cool. I yeah I again I was about to say I could talk about this game for hours, and I'm sure we're about to. <laughs> yeah, like this is true. Specifically, like the confidence to drop you into an open world that has almost nothing in it, mm-hmm. and understanding that just by the virtue of being able to like explore it and walk around and making sure that it's not generic looking, like things things are designed with intent like Mm -hmm. these structures or the way rock formations have formed everything feels very um intentional Mm -hmm. but also real like there's it's there's a lot of like understated lore being conveyed to Mm -hmm. you without any actual writing Mm -hmm. and just being able to explore that area was like one of the biggest appeals to me before even getting to the best appeal which is these giant hulking beasts that you have to climb over and kill um <laughs> but yeah i i'm like i know I, like like zig was saying there was the that era where everyone was debating whether games were art or not and it's because roger ebert made some like statement yeah. mm-hmm. about how games can't be art and whatever i like <laughs> i kind of resented shadow of the Colossus for being the the poster child for that argument mm-hmm. like well have you seen this game because I don't want like one. I don't think it's fair for any single entry in a medium to have to carry the weight of like mm-hmm. totally crediting yeah. the medium to actually being. We should all just agree. Of course, any medium can be art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't want to have that discussion. But Shadow of the Classes is definitely an exemplary example of like <laughs> totally. Yeah. What you can do with this medium that a lot of games at the time, especially and even since, like, have no real interest in trying. Mm-hmm. That game is really hostile to the player <laughs> incredibly so in a way that like yeah i i so admire it like the idea that it's it's also very minimal like it's just you hold your sword up there's a kind of a compass mm. i would get lost all the time because the compass like doesn't really account for like cliffs in the way yeah. you like still have to like figure out how to actually get to where you're going yeah and the game gives you no help even when you're fighting the colossi it's it's sorry again <laughs> i can keep going but we'll we'll get to all of this <laughs> i love it hey you're you're getting us ready to go uh so mm-hmm. when it happens we're gonna explode and uh um roxy did i ask you uh yet? no no right yeah, please uh, tell us about your history with this game. Uh, so likewise, I played it on the PS2 to begin with, and it was a game that like my brother had, but me and my brother would like take turns playing it like off and on. Um, mm-hmm, cool. And I remember because the Team Eco games are kind of notorious for having like sort of awkward or clunky controls, especially for the time. Um, so it was uh-huh. like not something I was mm-hmm. used to playing just to like move around the world. Because uh, I think I had mostly mm-hmm. been like playing JRPGs at the time, so it was fairly straightforward not really as much platforming going on (laughs) um but just i remember like similarly how you were talking about it cody just like as a child playing that and like killing one of those uh 
the Colossi for the first time, I was like, oh, I don't like this, actually. <laughs> like, this makes me feel really sad. Like, it's just living its Colossi life, and I came up here and fucked it up yeah. because of this woman who I don't know what my connection to her is. She could be a sister, a lover, someone he just knows and cares for, you know, which... I I did not appreciate like the vague storytelling at the time either, which is very cool because mm -hmm. I'm going back now and replaying the uh, uh, HD remake right now, and it's absolutely beautiful, and I'm like able to appreciate it mm -hmm. a hell of a lot more than I could. Right, yeah. um, it's the exact yeah, right choice, yeah, exactly, yeah. and it just it looks so great. It's even got like a cool photo mode. Like I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a nice addition. And yeah. with the way that you can just record videos on PlayStation Four as well, like the first time I made it to like the beach, and there's like this little Easter egg oh, yeah. for like I guess an e eco ico ending where there's like a watermelon on the beach. I haven't beaten eco, so I don't know. But somebody like in my oh, I didn't somebody know in my Twitch this. chat, oh, I think I've seen that me, screenshot, and I was like, yeah. "Why is this indestructible?" Oh. I was like, "Maybe this will give me like extra health because it's fruit." But <laughs> no, it just looks really cool, and just like. I, I had this really meditative kind of like thought just like sitting here at the beach, like listening to the beach, hanging out with my horse. Like this is just really beautiful and poignant. <laughs> yeah. And there aren't really a lot of games that you can kind of get that feeling, especially because like you're pretty much the only person in this world, you know? So, yeah. The isolation. Yeah, like just oh running yeah. around. Like so I'm, good. I've been replaying it on Twitch chat. So I've been talking with like a lot of people as I've been playing it. So it, it's kind of a different experience, but like everybody is just kind of like, really jazzed to see other people playing the game because i think it's a game that's really important to a lot of people and like i'm glad that cool. i can appreciate it now in like hd <laughs> <laughs> right with everybody so that's been pretty much my my experience with it right now that's awesome uh thank you uh i, I you were talking about the controls yes, a little bit yeah and i've only played the the remaster which i'll get into my brief history as uh -huh. i learned but uh, the controls used to be different and uh, not as conducive to the game. Yeah, how, at like least jump the wasn't the X button in the original one. I can't even remember what it was, but it just wasn't. <laughs> Neither can I. Yeah. Was it one of the shoulder buttons? I th it might have been. <laughs> it was something that I just remember, like, why, why does it control this way? <laughs> yeah, so they fixed that yeah. up a lot in the replay. And, like, there's, I don't know if you guys know uh, J Jacob Geller. He's a YouTube guy. He I'm made like sure. a video about like. I've never heard oh, of YouTube. Okay. Well, oh wait, I do know who this is. Site. Um, but he did a video about like the greatest secret or something, which is about like yes. there's a community of people like around the PS2 era for like ten plus years trying to like come through every inch of the game to see like what I'm the secret with this. was. I've watched a like, lot. Like there's of these a sealed videos. door. There's got to be something behind it, or like there might be a secret colossi somewhere. Mm. didn't they add they added the secret yes door to the they did remake? so that's like it's really cool that like the people the studio who remade it like had enough attention to detail and like care and love for mm. this that not only does it just like look amazing on its own but they added like a little extra thing for like people to find yes which is just so oh, cool. it's yeah. so sweet and, and so cool yeah <laughs> blue point is the yes blue right? point yes yeah. Yeah. Who also did the new the new Demon's Souls? Oh my god, game, did they really? It's the only reason I want a PS5. Yeah, I want to play that. <laughs> nice. Uh, I um, at the end of the show, I have uh, I don't have game recommendations for this episode. I do have a couple of fun facts to share. One of the third <laughs> fact is literally just me telling you guys to watch this exact video we're talking about. Right <laughs> yes, now. do it. So, Sorry, uh, I think spoilers. I've seen it. I've yeah. No, it's to oh, don't worry about it. Uh, a zig, so I'll be sure to share that with you it's later. Very good. Yeah, I'll definitely sure. watch it. It's it's really is this, cool. Is this the video that's like 
recapping the history of them searching yeah. for these secrets. Yeah. I think I, yeah. The one I watched in particular was like called The Last Great Secret, which it ends, which I won't say anything more about it, but <laughs> I, so I'll get into my history as I sort of talk about mm-hmm. that video because I, this was a game which it, this is something that I, a few of you probably know, but the, the, the it's where I, you're going to know this piece of media. The first time I even heard about this game, because I also, like Alec, was a loyal Nintendo kid, never had a PlayStation until the PS4. Um, but this game I discovered because for some reason I watched a DVD of the movie uh, Rain Over Me. Rain Over Me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Which I, I, I know just, what you're talking about. I, I, I almost no brought idea. this up. Yeah. What is this going to be? So, I'm you're excited. Gonna lo- you're going to love this. <laughs> so there's a movie. Uh, called Rain Over Me starring Adam Sandler and oh, Don no. Cheadle. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I don't it must have it was like 2008 when it came out, I want to yeah. say, but it's about this guy who I think his <laughs> his wife died in the September this, It was his son, I it think. It was his son. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. trying to be a serious he, movie you're saying. It's oh, it yeah. is a very oh, serious. Yeah, it's very serious. Oh, no. Shadow serious. of the Colossus was tacked on to this movie yes. in an early I think past postscript but pre-shooting. Oh, um, interesting. I, I think. Don't quote me on that. You should Google this stuff. But sorry, I, you should you should tell the story. I oh no, you're story. you're totally fine. All I was gonna add about it was that uh, it's it has a lot to do with like there's some I don't it, it, okay I, I'm gonna take please over. Alec please. <laughs> so his his son and I'm pretty sure it's his son. Again, I've never actually seen the movie. I've just read the Wikipedia synopsis like 30 times. Um, but his son died in 9-11, and to get over the grief, I think either his therapist recommends it or he just discovers the game Shadow of the Colossus, and he's toppling all the colossi in a way that he's therapeutically reenacting the Twin Towers falling. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. sure something. <laughs> to, to get over the grief of losing his son. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would say that movie is ill-advised. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like missing the point of what the Colossi me. are, too, which makes me so yes. upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It is It is completely against... Uh, not against, just it doesn't yeah, it understand really does. the game. <laughs> uh, and 17-year-old me thought it was a, cla- a classic of cinema. <laughs> um, I probably didn't, but I do remember watching this movie... Uh, I've only seen it the one time, and I was so fascinated by the the game they were playing, which is Shadow of the Colossus. I thought it looked so cool. Uh, It didn't look like anything I'd ever played. So fast forward, or I guess cut to this summer, where at one point during this year on PS Plus, the remaster was available uh, for for one of the months for download. And so I downloaded it and finally got into it this, I want to say like June or maybe May is when I played this, but yeah, totally like it was one of those games where I will like kind of never forget that first experience playing it. And I played it a second time two weeks ago, right before we were going to record originally. And I uh, sped through it, which you're right. That's not the ideal way to play that game, but I kind of loved it. I was like trying (laughs) to see how fast I could do it because, because this game is so simple there's not a lot to do, and I was also trying to get like a speed. Yeah, there's like time attack. So. Yeah, to your credit, there's a speedrun mode. Yeah, yeah you time get like a bunch stuff. of extras. Like, the game wants yeah. you to try it. Yeah, I I, I want to try the time attack because because this was a new game plus, mm. and I I did do it in enough and in the amount of time required. So, but 
it was like so it was just really impactful uh and mm. i knew this was going to be a game i wanted to do for a co-op episode so let's uh let's get into it before we talk about um our personal like the things that we love and and, and i'm gonna just open the floor when we do that I'm going to hit some quick game history and context. If you want to interrupt or interject, any of you, please do. Otherwise, it's just going to be like, give the audience a little uh, little recap of what this game is. So mm-hmm. uh, Shadow of the Colossus is an action-adventure game developed by SCE Japan Studio and Team Ico and published by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PS2 in North America and Japan in October 2005, followed by the Power Regions. Uh, it was directed by Fumito... Ueda, who was responsible for the cult hit Eco, and to which uh, Shadow is considered a spiritual successor. So this game follows a young man named uh, the Wanderer, or Wanderer, I think he's called most of the time, who enters uh, a forbidden land and hopes to restore life to a girl named Mono, who he has brought to him uh, on the back of his horse, Agro. Uh, which is not a very aggressive horse, but it's named <laughs> yeah. Agro. So there, but it's not. It's not spelled like Agro. How's it it's spelled? A, well, I mean, the shortening. <laughs> sorry, the shortening of aggressive would be A G G R O. Yeah, it's the one G. And this is just A G R O. So I don't think it's etymolog- etymologically related to. Well, also aggression. like the oh, okay. the main character calls him Keep like Avlo. Honest, like it. that's kind of how he pronounces it. So like that's how I kind of like refer to the horse, even though I know it's not how it's spelled. Yeah, like, oh, Avlo. Just spamming L Wonder can feel that. See, I personally think he's uh, t- referring to the Ben Affleck movie Argo. Oh, that's, of course, that's yeah. What I yeah. Think. yeah. It's the only yeah. one that exists in the closet. I will universe. say it. It. It does sound like Argo to the point that every time someone reminds me that it's Agar, I'm like, oh yeah, he just he says Argo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh, too funny. Um. So once. Uh, Wander meets this voice named Dorman. Uh, He learns that to bring Mono back to life, might be Mono, uh, he must travel to the farthest corners of this mysterious land to destroy all 16 colossi, but that there will be a price to pay. Uh, The player controls Wander and explores the land on foot and horseback, explores to find each colossi, and discovers each unique way that they must be brought down and defeated, um, which is often done by scaling a colossus and striking a weak point. Um, this game received immediate uh, praise upon release and decided, as we talked about, one of the best video games ever made, but also like a touchstone for the argument that video games are art. Um, eventually, a remastered version was released on the PS3 by Bluepoint, and then uh, a full HD remake was done by the same company for PS4 in 2018. Um, as far as history and context, is there anything you guys felt like sharing before we talk about the game for the first, for the first time? <laughs> cool. Let's get into it. Um, so I yeah, have, my answer's yeah. no, I've yeah. got nothing to add. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, so I have, uh, plenty of stuff that I could just really dive into. Um, but is there anything, I want to open up to y'all first. Is there anything about this game that, uh, you want to discuss or that like you really appreciated uh, about it that you want to dive into first? Well, I think I like you brought up the, the idea of like you loving um, just the idea of giants, uh, like, Oh yeah. Kaiju adjacent <laughs> stuff like that. I was thinking just the core premise, just the, yeah. the premise of, of tall, tall <laughs> things. Uh, I, I sort of had the same, the same sort of uh, affinity for games that 
do scale like yeah, that very well. I think here. the only mm-hmm. one of the few other series that I think really capture like the enormity of like almost like incomprehensible large things is like uh God of War, like particularly mm. the the last one on PS4, like when you fight spoiler alert, you fight like a giant surprise, you fight a giant in God <laughs> of War games. But like I was like being like impressed by the scale where it seems like you can't even comprehend how large a thing is, particularly um mm-hmm. and this game was like it, you know things moves like just like the the visually like you know as a like a kid you're like oh this thing is is slow but still somehow it covers mass amounts of land because yes, it's a giant yeah. thing but like that and like the, the 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 colossi you fight both in the water and the one that you fight in the desert mm. were just like it was like just hard to fathom how large these things were like how much yeah. how much ground they're covering when you're like you're racing after it with a horse and like you have to latch on and climb it or like and when you're doing the water one like it like takes you underwater and stuff like that it's just it's like all these like sort of tale like all those like fantastic tales you heard as a kid that like it, it sort of it seems almost timeless because i think it it's it when you like when you remove the context of like uh, a skyscraper or like uh, a bridge you like you just have one dude on a horse like attacking a 50 foot thing it seems the scale seems much so much more amazing when yeah, you have the, like, the context of nothing kernel... that... yeah sorry i, I didn't mean to interrupt no 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 uh... go yeah, i'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there, there's to me it's i mean it, this is going back to like the the admiration for giant beings but there's such a primal human like fear almost or just you have to you have to admire this like coming across something of enormous size mm-hmm in the middle of this barren landscape that just, it, it's like, it awakens something primal in me yeah, totally. <laughs> that I really appreciate. The game in um, a way kind of forces you because like, a lot of them aren't even like aggressive unless you make the first move too. So it's like, it forces yeah. you to engage with it they're first. Yeah, they're just it, living it their wants to, It life. wants to really illustrate, <laughs> yeah, it's illustrating that this is like, they're part of nature and you are yes. interfering. This It's a lonely game which serves a million different aspects of the game itself, which is like, this land is untouched. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else here. It almost just feels wrong to be there, yeah. Yeah. to be on your horse and running around. There's no marks of civilization except rotting statues. Rotting is probably the wrong word. Crumbling statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, structures that are like falling apart and don't seem like they've been touched by man for who knows how long. And then you see these beasts and you're just killing them. And you're right. They're not hostile to you at first, <laughs> or at least they don't seem to be. Like, it feels like you are committing a crime yes. and the mm-hmm. game is telling you all of that subtly. Uh, it's not, it's not like there's no de- like dialogue box. The most you get is a warning from yeah. Dorman. Like mm-hmm. you just innately understand that you are trespassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like I've seen that yeah, concept I, done like in a very pretentious way in like a bunch of other games. And this like doesn't, it does it so naturally and like effort. It seems effortlessly because they put thought into how it would be impacting right. the player. Like this game is particularly, I think, keyed into i'm going to use the word subtlety but it's not, it's not necessarily what i mean just like consideration in storytelling yeah. and understanding like what little you need to get something across and how specifically gameplay and game mechanics can help aid that same feeling you're trying to get across like there's plenty of games that have very lofty premises mm-hmm. and ideals and they're trying to say something and it's not that they overdo it. It's just that Shadow of the Colossus knew exactly how much to put into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. This and there game... definitely is the, the minimal aspect of the storytelling in general and just <laughs> the whole yeah. design of the game. Also, as you as you guys were saying that, it definitely reminds me of, um, there's like a Miyazaki element to it. Like the, mm. oh, the idea time, yeah. of 
of this pristine, undisturbed nature, untouched by man, uh, and you being the interloper who just comes in and starts fucking things up for no reason. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. because the voice tells you to. Here. Yeah. And I think how you were talking, too, about, like, the crumbling structures, like, the way they do the visual storytelling in, like, the history of the world is, again, very subtle, but also, like, very intentional. And it's like, they're not... Yeah, it's communicating that humans yeah, don't Yeah, or like they here. did like, at one already, point or something, and like, now no more. <laughs> like, there's not supposed to be humans here anymore. Mm-hmm. Whatever civilization lived here before, whether they were humans or something else, who knows? You don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you can tell that, like, the creators thought about it, um, which I feel like you're able to sense that sort of intention. So it's like, yeah, I don't need you to explain it to me because I know you thought about it because the way everything's constructed, like lends itself yeah to that. from from that angle it almost just it functions as an art installation mm. like even if, even mm. if it wasn't a game this is just hey here's a feeling and it's interactive and we're gonna do as much as we can to convey that feeling to you and like from that perspective alone i just this is like one of those few games i just love booting up <laughs> and ju- like if i'm if i'm feeling i'm not even gonna say depressed like if i just like want to fill my brain with with something nice and calm like mm-hmm. i will boot this game up and just roam around the world yeah. like yeah. I, I do that i do that with mario 64 too which is creepy for like a bunch of other reasons but um, i used to do that this yeah. is sort of this is a tangent but based off that idea i used to do that a lot for uh san andreas grand theft auto san andreas yeah. uh, uh-huh. i would dress up as a biker i would steal a motorcycle and then i would find a group of other bikers oh, wow. and just ride with them throughout the desert until i, I love that. until i was like done thinking and then i would cut the game off that's fantastic. I'm That's so wild. with you. Yes, exactly. I might do that t- today just to feel like, like, just to hang out with people after we hop off. Of Zoom it's so very I calming. That Put on the rock station and you're good. Uh, it's kind of like, yeah, following the traffic laws in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, love, uh, I love what you said, Alec, about it being feeling like an art installation because I've never thought about it that way, but I I think that's that at least works for me. Uh Obvious, most of the time when I'd go to an art still installation, I don't, you know, I usually don't tear my friend's art down, but, <laughs> but I know exactly, oh, that's a joke, but I do know what you mean about like going in and experiencing something and like walking to one piece, sort of taking it in. Uh, yeah, I just think that's fantastic. I, what were you gonna- I mean, a lot of, a lot of that I think comes from the fact that the, the level in the world, sorry, the, the level design being one big open world is not generally informed by like gameplay yeah in fact the gameplay tends to like bow to the level design Mm -hmm. um or the world design the lore like it really does feel like atmosphere is first and foremost Mm -hmm. to the developers whereas i mean even down to the clunky controls (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh it's true um i i also just wanted to attack on a little bit of what you all were saying about the about what it communicates and how it does that. It's like, I feel like this game, aside from what Dorman tells you, doesn't tell you how to feel about stuff. It just kind of lets it happen. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard not to feel a certain way when you take down one of the Colossi and that music starts to play and mm-hmm. it, it falls and it's really slow and dramatic and then those... You know, oh, can we yeah. talk about the tendrils? I was like, just gonna say, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. The fact that th- this is to me like one of the master strokes of this game is that once you beat any colossi, you are free to walk around for a little yeah. bit, and you are free. You know, after you've beaten a few, that the tendrils always come and find yes. you. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. So by the time you're on like five or six, you're thinking, I wonder, can I outrun them? Yeah. Like the game lets you try. It yeah. understands that you're gonna want to. 
Yes. And it's inevitable every time, but yeah. like allowing you that moment to to fight it is genius. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's pretty good. I've I on that on the heels of that this is not my original thought this is from you know like just watching hours and hours of much smarter much much smarter people and and people who have much more of an affinity for this game than I do but hearing them talk about how um like it's almost a metaphor for like what your for your journey in this game is like you are trying to stop the inevitable from happening i mean in fact his main goal is is trying to bring back mono who's already dead so that not only is he trying to like stop something from happening he's trying to reverse it uh and then at the i mean we've all played the game and and everyone who listens to these episodes there's an understanding that spoilers are coming but Mm-hmm. At the very yeah, I want to talk about the yeah. ending later. Yeah, uh, <laughs> were you saying you wanted to save that for a little later? No, no, we can talk about it now. I, I just this is the only negative thing I'll ever say about the game when we get there. Okay, for sure. Ooh, uh, I, yeah, I want to hear this. <laughs> all I'll say, we'll, we're going to stay on the subject so that we don't miss yeah. that. But okay. all I was going to say is that yeah, like at the, I felt I at least felt like I that resonated with me because at the end, once you you know you turn into the the dormant colossi shadow thing and then when mm-hmm. you try to escape or, or try to hang on as you're getting like sucked into that pool uh you can try to hang on to the ledges but eventually inevitably you're just going to get dragged yeah well, there's even an achievement in the blue point remake where, or not even an achievement if you go to the stat screen there's a counter for how long you're able oh to my god <laughs> no way <Okay>. <laughs> i knew that this last time when i played it and i like couldn't even grab one of them i felt real like really dumb it's hard it's, <laughs> yeah. it's i mean but but again the fact that they let you have an option to like fight it it Sorry, but that's just like they really understand how gameplay mechanics can inform emotional storytelling. Yeah. Like mm. that is a deeper understanding than any other game I've played, like ever really even strives to. Totally. Um, not to not to write off other. No, games, but like but I'm assuming it did in the PlayStation yeah. Two version as well, because like I never beat the PlayStation Two version, so you could do that in that. I don't know if there was a counter, but that that yeah, which is like there, kind of yeah. it, it's remarkable that they were doing that kind of game design back then, because like. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why I had such shockwaves. Yeah. Like every so many choices in that game were antithetical to popular game design. Yeah, um, especially uh, like, just for me as his first time playing it back then, like you're just used like you're saying like the you would in, in a tr- any other game you would be able to win, like you would be able to fight off the bad <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. I remember playing it and like not being and like I I found out maybe like 30 seconds in like, "Oh, I don't think I can win this." And just like as yeah. I as I got sucked up being like, "Fuck, I I don't know how to feel right now. Like, I don't know how to plot yeah. this. <laughs> Where are the baddies? Like, the what's end. going yeah. on here? You feel hollow and that's what they <laughs> yeah. want. <laughs> yeah, they got me. Okay. God, I always I always think about, too, like, if you turn around at the beginning, there's that really long spiral mm. staircase. Yes. And and you, you can climb it. And it takes a long time. Oh, yeah. wow. And you can go all the way to the top and there's nothing there. <laughs> you can't interact with it. There's a door that presumably leads to the other end of those tall bridges oh, you yeah, can see. Because yeah. that's where you came in. But the fact that they let you walk all the way, it's a huge spiral staircase. It takes like maybe 10 minutes. I'm not even exaggerating. And like, <laughs> you can't do anything. Like, that, just leaving that in to me, yeah. it's something no other game would do. Like, there'd just be an invisible wall there. And they're like, no, let them, <laughs> let them climb. Yeah, yeah, I think I jumped, yeah. like, when I first discovered that, I just jumped off the top because I was like, the time they'll take to reload, my death will be yeah, quicker than going down normally. <laughs> same. Oh, before we get too far, I will say the, the thing that I wanted to say that was negative is, and 
I want to hear your opinions on this is I think the ending makes things too explicit. Mm. I think for 99% of the game, you are left to your own interpretation of some of the events. Mm. And in the very end, they take a lot of that freedom to interpret the story as you wish away from you. Um, Mm. I don't think it's the worst choice. It's just like that always, it always kind of rubbed me the wrong way after such a, a long time being allowed to think whatever you want and mm-hmm. i don't know the mystery is very engaging yeah. yeah so is it it's the it's the break from uh not explicitly telling you that is this i wouldn't call it an issue that you have but what you're the point you're i would say it's out. an issue like a critique. <laughs> I, I would say i would say a yeah. critique yeah I, you I think i think the game is better serviced without spelling those extra few things mm-hmm. out at the end um but it does hammer home the themes. Like it's not like it goes against what the game was trying to say. It's just, sure. yeah, it it does take away some of the game's like or some of the player's agency and being able to walk away with their own interpretation. Yeah, That's I'm uh, I'm curious to see how I how I view it recontextualized twenty or fifteen years later, however long it's been, and seeing if mm-hmm. I sort of had that same thought now that I like I've spent more time in the world gathering taste and like <laughs> constructing things yeah i didn't have this thought the first time i played it this yeah. is definitely like a more recent playthrough this that wasn't criticism. an immediate epiphany to 15 year old alex no uh I, first of all i was in college i waited a long time to play this game. oh that's right that's right so i was already i was already a genius i thought you were a boy genius i'm sorry <laughs> um but no when i played it the first time i was just awestruck i was like oh well you gotta play this game everyone's right yeah i feel like my mind has been like poisoned or tainted now to where i'm not gonna not be able to see it any other way now mm. <laughs> sorry i sh- see now i'm being prescriptive now i'm taking like it's for me personally i felt well, like there's enough yeah. mystery in other aspects of it that i i didn't really have the same reaction like i can totally see where you're coming from but mm-hmm. that's super fair there is yeah a lot of and like they don't give you a ton of stuff but like in the remake there's some added dialogue i think with wanderer uh between him and Dorman, right that is not in the playstation 2 version i think Oh, I, if if there's something added, I maybe don't think someone I someone in my chat I, told me that, so don't don't quote me on it. I could be incorrect. I um, believe it. But so they added like a couple of little smaller things, and then you know I think it's like after you defeat is it Colossi? I can't remember which Colossi you defeat that then the forces from the outside world are kind of converging, like following you. So they've got like that yeah. little. Oh scene. yeah, you got like a cutscene at one yeah. point. Yeah. Was that added? Um, I can't remember if that was in the original because I didn't play that far in the PlayStation Two version. Um, I did, but I can't remember. But so I felt like it was pieced in enough that like when the ending cutscene with like a little more info hit, like I didn't feel um, Hmm. as 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 though it was like taking away kind of like my mystery of the narrative, because, yeah, there is like a lot left uh, up to interpretation for other aspects. But again, I would say this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like I like I said, like I can totally see why you would think that, too, because it has been like hammering home Mm. this very solitary self-discovering kind of experience this whole like the other 20 hours. I don't want to see any other. Yeah, I don't. At the end, you get like 10 other humans show up and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. (laughs) I liked it. I liked when this game had nobody in it. Um. Uh, to I don't know if this was answering a question, but it's after the uh, water colossi with the um, with this like like the serpent in the water. That's when mm, those guys okay. show up because I think uh, when I was playing doing my replay a couple weeks ago, I don't think I even I don't know if I was on my phone the first time I played it, but I kept missing that there's like three maybe four times where 
after a Colossi, it's not the same, just like cut to, you know, like the hole and you like mm-hmm. going oh, towards yeah. the light. There are a few different, uh, like there's one that I actually wanted to bring up. That's why I wrote this down where after, um, shooting the, you know, the one that's in that like Coliseum, but it's underground and it's got like the, it shoots the poison and crawls on the yeah, wall. Yeah. The lizard one. Yeah. That Colossi. Yeah. Um, after that one, when Wander wakes up, or before he wakes up, he imagines uh, Mono waking mm. up in like a dream mm. and like looking around for him, but he's not there. <laughs> and I'm, I wonder if that's like, I don't know what that is. I actually haven't looked that up. If that's a dream from him or it's foreshadowing the very end mm. when she does wake up. Mm. It's it's just a, a thing I was wondering, but I found it really interesting on this replay. Um but I don't know if I if I uh, knocked someone off of some a point they were making at the no, end. No, no, this mm. is this is, yeah. this is what we're talking about now. We're talking about that sequence. sequence. Um, <laughs> speaking of, you were you, one of you were just commenting on like all these dudes showing up at the end and making it not <laughs> such an empty place anymore. That is one of we've talked about like the vast emptiness of the world, um, and. I feel like in any other game, that would be like a huge complaint people would have. Like if a mm. Oak Arena, it'd be like, oh, the ter- the field has nothing in it, uh, <laughs> which, you know, it doesn't really have a lot. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. This game is telling you the priorities are different. Like, yes, even just by doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if you read if you read one review and someone's like, there's nothing to do in this open world. And if you're going to be turned off by that, you'll know. Totally. Um, but it, mm. it is like. Because that's a statement to me. Like doing that in a in a time when open world games were first starting to like actually flourish, that's post GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, that to me is a direct response. Yeah, yeah. You're, like in conversation with other games. Yeah, because like you can search. Yeah. For, You'll see a couple of hawks. That's about it. Yeah, like you can search for the lizards <laughs> and like the fruit and stuff, so you can kind of like look around for that. Um, you can also ride. Yeah, birds. I haven't I done that, that. But there was like, there's like stats. That it's like how how long you've ridden a bird and how long you've ridden a fish. So yeah, so you can you can hold onto the fish and they'll swim, and you can so the birds. There's doves in the every time you finish a colossi, mm. and when you're back at that main temple, there are doves there, and you can very easily grab onto those. So if wow. you want to just mess around, mm. you can, they, you fall down, but. There's like there's also something where you can get to the top of the temple that you start oh. in, but you need like. You need extra stats yes. to like kill okay. all the lizards, um, and you have to like play do new game pluses like over and over. Yeah, you have to. It's it's like almost impossible to like access or to realize you can access. Like oh, people wow. had to really like push and break the game. But there's, I think there's a cutscene that shows at the very end. I think like the woman you're saving is up on top of this like garden. Yeah, and you can actually get there oh. in game, but you would never assume. Oh, you wow. could. that's wild. And that's all that's, like that's, that's all that's, based that's, on. <laughs> You have to use birds. I love. That, when, I, I love when you. I love when you play a game for so long and you still find new things about yeah, it. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, I think that's particularly that's so why rad. people were so secret hunty yeah. with this game. Like, if that yeah. was in there, what else could be in there? Totally. There's like so much m- mystery to it. Still, I, I on my replay when I started to actually, I tried not to like watch anything to influence my my like feelings and opinions about it the first time I played it this summer. But on the re- <laughs> try not to watch the Queen's Gambit first or anything. Yeah, which normally it's the only way I'm going to start any game is a quick rewatch of Queen's Bandit or Bandit Gambit. Jeez. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I'm not sure if I remember exactly the point I was trying to make. But the it, it this world being so empty, almost just like it. It 
I couldn't believe that there was secrets. Uh, there was things I missed <laughs> or like so many more things I could have done because it seemed like for me, I was like, oh, there's no secrets in this game. It's just the Colossi. <laughs> but then I found like a secret item, which it's cool playing on the PS4 version. You'll hear your remote start to make oh, a little the noise. Coins, like a little right? yeah. I think they're coins. Mm-hmm. A little glowy thing. Yes. <laughs> I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember. There, you, you, you have to get a lot of them, and I never get enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, uh, it, I, don't, I don't play that. It, it almost do they do seems anything? like the original. <laughs> they, they unlock something. Okay. Um, something small. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll look it up. I, I, I want to know. <laughs> it's it, and there, Some of them are in like such places that would seem so innocuous or like why would you ever try to scale this particular area because you wouldn't have imagined there'd be a secret up there it's like reminds me of a game i've spent little time with but the original legend of zelda like Mm. i can't imagine how people looked Mm. for secrets in that game's bomb bombing every wall (laughs) uh and every tile so um yeah so we were is there is there some anything else that if we were, we've been talking about the Colossi, I actually want to pivot real quick to talk about some of the Colossi specifically. Mm. Um, replaying it a second time, I had even more of uh, of like I almost said a respect for the Colossi because I'm afraid of them crushing me. <laughs> um, I had even more of like I guess I a, respect them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, and that's how you know you're a good person. Um, I think the word I was looking for was reverence, mm. uh, and mm. for each specific one, having played it twice now. I can pretty much remember all of them. Are there any that stuck out to any of you or any that you want to talk about? Because I've got a few in my in my mind. Yeah, um, I'll go first. The smallest one, which what is his name? The little like it's kind of like big is dog it like size. Yeah, it kind of like has. Is, is yeah. it the one in the ruins where you? Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. The one that yeah. is afraid of fire because it is it's like conscious enough to have a fear of fire. Which was just like, look at this Ooh. poor little guy. I feel oh, there's so there's two small ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess the one <laughs> you have to like back him up. Yeah, into the pit. <laughs> and like it took me forever to figure this out because like you have to pick up a torch that is on fire on the ground, but it didn't look like a torch. It didn't look like an item. So for the longest time, it's like the only time that that happens. In the <laughs> yeah, game. and like so for the longest time, like Dorman's being like, he's afraid of fire. He's afraid of fire, and I'm like, yes, I know. I can't shoot fire arrows. I can't like yeah. reflect the sun off of it. You got it. some matches I can borrow. What's yeah, going and I was on? like, there's a glitch yeah. on the floor that like maybe I lit an arrow on fire or something. And then eventually I was like, oh, I have to pick up the like thing that I thought was a glitch. <laughs> All the while, <laughs> this thing is like ramming me and it kind of like stun locks you in a way because Wander gets up so slowly. So by the time you get yeah. up, it like yes. hit you over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting away from that guy requires like a perfectly timed dodge button press as you when the frame yeah, as you get up. yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> i will admit that was my least favorite colossal fight i think it was just in, like the PS2. like the fight itself is not as complex as a lot of the other ones and like i said like i thought that thing was a glitch mm. on the floor but i think like the emotional reaction i had to seeing this thing be afraid of fire was just like mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. like it really got me like I'll, it, totally I'm afraid of fire. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Well, it's just kind of like they seem so beyond like something like that, I guess. All of them are like these huge towering creatures. And like I have a lot of respect for them, like you were saying, too. And I feel bad about every single one of them I kill, no matter how annoying or like uh, inventive the fight was beforehand. Like figuring out the fights is Mm -hmm. always really cool because it's like, that's really cool. But then I'm like, but I'm still stabbing this thing that it was just (laughs) I don't want to stab it. (laughs) Yeah. The mixed 
triumph of like getting the black smoke to poke yeah, out of the wounds and you're exactly. like exactly and then like of course like we were talking about the black tendrils like each fight like punishes you for it essentially it's like that's not a good thing that's happening mm-hmm. to you like it's being reinforced you're not doing a good thing oh and like yeah. as the game goes on wander gets like more and more covered in this shadowy substance okay yes. yeah uh, like it can kind of look like dirt sometimes but yeah mm-hmm. like seeing him like your pro- your protagonist gradually getting like more overtaken and like Dorman too is like straight up with him at the beginning he's like you know there's consequences it's not going to be good but I can do this thing for you if you really want yeah Yeah. I'm not saying I'm evil but I'm definitely not yeah he's like I'm just gonna get the thing I want to get if you want to get the thing you want to get and like he he not to like completely spoil the ending but he keeps his word like he brings her back whether she wanted to or not we'll never know yeah but yeah um um yeah. That one in particular, a few things were interesting to me about that is that A, that is also the one that kicked my ass the most the first time mm. through. And mm-hmm. same thing, Roxy. I was like, what am I supposed to, <laughs> to do? I thought maybe that at first I was supposed to, because you know how there's that little, uh, the not the ledge that you push him out to mm-hmm. where it goes it like a the corridor. Yeah, yeah, like a lower yeah. corridor. I, th- I also always do that, even though I've, I know yeah, how to do I it. Yeah, I pushed yes. it to the wrong <laughs> one first also. So yeah, I had to do it twice. Yep. <laughs> And then he, oh, like, no. runs yeah. back up. Yes. <laughs> I thought that he... W- I was going to have to make him dodge down mm. there. And, like, dodge and then have him, f- like, try to ram you. Mm. Obviously not what happens. Um, <laughs> on the replay, I found it a lot more enjoyable because I knew exactly what to yeah. do. Um, and he also kind of swipes at <laughs> yeah, you, which Yeah, yeah, it reminded me... Like I said, it was, like, it reminds me of a dog, but that particular swipe reminded me of, like, cats. Totally. If you guys have yes. cats, I've seen it, like, when they're kind of yeah. playing with something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I thought that was interesting and then, but most of all was kind of what you were talking about. We've been talking about, which is this, like this communication of, uh, sort of a, like a lived in world because, um, this, this particular, uh, Colossi is down deep at the bottom of this lake bed that yeah, l- like yeah. you can see the puddles of water and there's like some water that's still there, yeah, but it's it, all yeah. dried up. Yeah, yeah. It implies that like at some point it was full mm-hmm. uh, i mean that's history yeah like you're literally yeah. communicating yeah. geological and there's there's like uh like. some of the torches too i i remember remarking it was like well who set these fires like yeah that's that yeah always it has like this implied kind of like, oh. like i know did, are they just always lit or did something actually do that sure. and they're like also some of them mm-hmm. are behind like these metal bars so it's kind of like was this mm-hmm. maybe a prison structure or something at some point yeah uh you don't know <laughs> Yeah, that it it's also very suggestive. Like every everything in this game is like a little brushstroke trying to get you to like. Oh, yeah. what's that? No wonder, like, so many people spent hours and hours and hours of their time on these forums and like yeah. speculating because yeah, that one area in particular has a lot. There's also like the area to the right of where you push that Colossi out from. There's like a whole structure that. That like you can't really get far into, but it looks like the opening to another. Yeah, it's like a caved like, in door. Oh, I think, yeah. right? So you can't go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was particularly interesting about that one yeah. too. Um, and just being the smallest one, it's like the uh, there's another one that's pretty damn aggressive, but this guy really just yeah. <laughs> tries to destroy yeah. And it. it's like it's the first time one of them is like scared of you, even if it's because you're holding yeah. fire. But yes. it's like, yeah. yeah, it it just hits different. I guess. <laughs> totally agreed uh, uh any other class i come to mind for you uh, kids yeah i have two in particular i have oh please uh the one that has like the giant um 
stone sword. Uh, yes. You like run along it. Like mm, I remember that, I that. That's, that was the one I was like, oh, this is like, a, I mean, that, 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 the guys have been big, but this guy is big. Is, and I remember like, the, just like, like the second to last one, not one no, of the I think first it's three, ones, right? right? Maybe two. I think so. I, yeah, I haven't, like I said, I haven't played it in over a decade, but like, I remember that being the one that I was like, oh, uh, I don't know how I'm going to be, three. I'm yeah. going to be able to do this. Cause you have to like, if I remember correctly, like run up the sword and then like have to jump onto like maybe yes. his cap or something like that. And I remember mm. just being in awe at the size of it. When then after that one, uh, it was the, the sand, like the sand flying one. Oh yeah, that's the one where it, I love that one. That's the one where like the mecha- <laughs> like the the whole chase is just fun and like it feels like you're in like a, some weird Godzilla like Indiana Jones movie where like you're jumping from your horse onto the thing. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. also like like the idea of reverence because you're like this this one truly feels like you've entered into like the like this is like some weird nature spirit and like this it's like its land because it's like the first time you're really hanging out in like a desert and like it's sort of. Uh, it doesn't really make sense ge- geographically when like you come into like this like high plains and then you're like just in a desert for yeah. some reason and like you really aren't built yeah, to navigate it's, it's the Ocarina desert. It's of time. Yeah. It's, yeah. Condensed. it's very like Springfield. Like here's a mountain and here's the ocean, here's the <laughs> desert. But like, yeah. the, the like, like grabbing onto it while it like flies through oh, the air. You can yeah. in the air with it. It's Ugh. just like the, it was like just so memorable from a game playing perspective and also the idea of giving reverence to these enormous creatures yeah. especially like when you're yeah, riding your horse when you're on it in the air like it just hits you how big it is because this whole time you're under it yeah. trying to shoot at it and like obviously scale wise it's very big but like it doesn't yeah. uh you, you can't really get like the full effect until you're on it totally uh famously roxy uh <laughs> this is not one of your favorites but i what i bring that up because it's sort of interesting to me and i want to hear a little bit about this from everyone which colossi give us particular trouble because mm. there is absolutely a sort of like there's a platforming element to all of them there is a puzzle solving element to them i mean the way to get a colossi to behave in order to traverse it in order to destroy it um that one i didn't have trouble with but you you were saying that like it was it felt tedious to yeah you. parts of it did so not like the whole fight itself sure. but the fact that like each time you hit it like maybe you could get in a second hit when you're still up there but each time yes. it's mm-hmm. gonna just dive back into the sand and then you have to do the platforming part all over again yes. and like yeah i, get I was like at the end of a 10-hour <laughs> stream and i got to that fight um <laughs> so part of it could have been that oh, it could have just been like a literal kind of exhaustion with it but i think also when i compare it and think about the other air flight like that bird turned around in mid-air to like trying to shake you off so you had more yeah. interesting things mm-hmm. to do up in the air which I wish this boss would have done instead of just dumping you on the floor and Ooh, making you okay. like run up to it again, which again, trying to jump off of the horse and climb onto the thing. I don't know if I was just doing it weird, but I feel like <laughs> it takes me a lot he, of tries like, to grip it really it, weird. So and then yeah. the character model would kind of like flop around in a way where I was like, <laughs> yes, I don't think it should be doing this. Like, I don't think it should be doing this. And only <laughs> once did I do it correctly where he wasn't flopping around all weird. So maybe it was just the part that I gripped on to. I don't know. I think I know what you mean. There there are time, There were times on a few different colossi, uh, which, you know, you're always hanging on for dear life on most of these things <laughs> as they try to shake you off, which is really, which is the thing I could relate to the most is someone's trying to get away from me. And I'm like, hey, I want to be in your life. Um, th- that's mostly a joke, I think. But, uh, <laughs> but I did notice that. 
at the at the end of the pod, uh, that'll be my fun facts <laughs> or uh, the relationships I've destroyed. But um, I was going to say that I noticed a similar thing, Roxy, uh, on that one and another specifically is sometimes um, Wander would seem to be because there's so many. I don't know what to call them, attach points, vector points, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's kind of one of the amazing things about this game is how much of these colossi you're able to physically interact with and hold on to, whether it be fur or like a ridge. Yeah, Um, Yeah, like from a tech perspective, it's wild that you can actually climb the bosses. Especially back then. Yeah. Like blows my mind. Oh, yeah, that was like huge. Um, But I noticed that there there would be the occasional specific points – that I couldn't necessarily see, but I would notice Wander couldn't get like a good grip yeah. and then jump yeah. up. I would have to either like hope that I could let go for a quick second, he'd grab another ledge, or otherwise he's just kind of yeah, like oh, dangling yeah. there. Around. <laughs> it sucks when you like your stamina is almost done and you're just like, well, I'll hold on to the last possible second, even though I know I can't make this yeah. work. Yes. Oh, um, but uh, the one for me, uh, when I first played that felt really tedious obviously we talked about the fire Mm -hmm. one already that tiny tiny one but the this colossi went from being one of my least favorite to one of my absolute favorites and that's the lion one in that like jungle area where you have to get it to run into the pillars Mm. oh yeah that one's fun i also hated that one the first time i played yes (laughs) i was so frustrated and like fed up but then playing it this time and kind of and knowing it was almost like a challenge like how quickly can i like scale these things can i trick this uh this guy i thought i just thought it was pretty cool yeah it's it's also cool from a gameplay perspective where like you're noticing the ways that they are trying to keep the battles fresh like that one is totally this one's about the arena it's less about the actual boss it's more about the space that you're fighting in and how you can use that to your advantage yeah i agree completely i think if i if you would have talk to me after my first playthrough or months after I would have been like, you know, I, I remember some of them specifically, but I feel like some of them meld together and they don't vary it up that much. But I actually would say sort of the opposite that I, I really like how refreshing most of them are and how they're different. Even if it's in small ways, Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. like even more. Yeah, There's a couple that they kind of look similar. Like there's the two dog, like the dog and the lion are like the same size. So you're, Mm -hmm. If you don't want small ones, you're going to be like annoyed. You're like, oh, I want another yeah. big one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. But, uh, were, were you going to say something, Alec? Uh, no, but I could. I can think of something to say. <laughs> hey, you, no, Would no. you like me to say something? <laughs> hey, uh, specifically, I needed I, you in I that one I do have moment. a question that's sort of tangentially related. Has anyone yes. played any of their other games? Like, did anyone play The Last Guardian or, or Ico? I've never, I've never played Ico, and I've to this day really want to but mm. i loved the last guardian and i think it's unpopular people people hated it when it came out um, oh what was their career what was like their main grievance roxy so, what was your main grievance my main grievance uh <laughs> i was just kidding i was trying to put you on the well to be honest <laughs> just so like i've got that game again. on my shelf and i want to play it but every time i look at it i'm like they're gonna kill the like griffin dog thing and i don't know if i can sit and watch oh. that happen but i don't even know if that happens <laughs> I'm just like yeah. right. I'm yeah. not say the pe- people people don't like that game because uh, the guardian the the creature I can't remember its name. Um, He's like hard to control, up, right? The, I heard that. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't like your work. It's like a co-op game that you play by yourself, and your co-op partner's an animal that's not yeah. cooperative. Mm. And um, I totally 
again, they're very hostile to the player. This, these designers yeah. are like, they don't, they're not interested in making a game playable. They're interested in saying mm-hmm. something. And yeah. in this instance, it is incredibly frustrating when you're trying to like use the creature to get up to a higher area. Like maybe you're supposed to like ride it up somewhere. It's supposed to jump mm-hmm. and it doesn't obey you and it doesn't understand. Like you're, you're going, well, it's not doing what I wanted to do. So maybe that was the wrong solution to this puzzle. And then you go off and try 30 other things and you finally go back to where you sort of like, it must be this. And then he does it first time. And you're like, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So if I just waited, it would have done it. So I, I get the frustration there. Yeah. But that said, I think they did the right thing, even though it's frustrating. The fact that it doesn't respond to you fully mm. makes it feel so much more real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like it's got its own mind. It's not yeah. just a button you can press. You cannot just click A and make it jump. Mm-hmm. Like because of the way they've designed it and because of that frustration, it's it's so you connect with the creature so much more with this griffin. And yeah, it, it ties into the emotional stakes of the game. There's good puzzles, great set cool. pieces. Like the budget is clearly higher than mm-hmm. Shadow of the Colossus. Like the the part in Shadow of the Colossus with with Agro. Mm-hmm. Um, mm is kind of to me like the blueprint for what they went with on this where they're trying to recreate that more often but not in a way that's like excessive i i think it's just they found a story where it works like a lot of it is just you are traversing ruins with a mm-hmm. giant creature and things are crumbling around you so it is dramatic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i think i heard the advice that somebody told me that they're like you should totally play it but maybe play it in like a couple hour burst because of that frustration you were mm. talking about so like yeah. then you don't get like That's frustrated fair. with the game or whatever and you know you're able to pace yourself a bit better maybe is would yeah. you i, I think that's think fair that too, or? because it's, it is a, it's a long game and uh, again, it mm. is frustrating. I, I will say I was biased to like it too because I literally bought a PS4 oh, for rad. it. Okay. <laughs> oh, rad. That was like, that's that's the that thing that finally got. Like, yeah. Shad- I like Shadow of the Classes so much that I wanted to play their next game. And also, Last Guardian was like for years. rumored for PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's yeah. been, yeah, I remember they were working on it forever, it seemed like. It was almost vaporware. <laughs> like, it almost didn't get made. There were like three years there where everyone was like, it's dead, it's not happening. Um, Zig, as a fellow PS5 owner, uh, we can get this on uh, as part of the collection that they have. Oh, great. So, Y'all love to hear that. Yeah, the plays. So, all the non-PS5 owners well. out there, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I think you'll yeah. all like it if you play it. Like if you like Shadow of the Classes, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really I'm definitely looking to get more into those that that type of approach to storytelling. Yeah, uh, I I enjoy a, a big loud AAA title, but I also enjoy a little bit more. Um, I guess someone working outside of the traditional narrative a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, days, it's funny because it is that. kind of a AAA version of Shadow of the Classes. Like I would not say it's better, and I would say it's more focused on set pieces. Okay, mm-hmm. so. interesting. There's like there's a balance there. Yeah. I wish there was like um, a better way to play eco because pretty much the same like I've the PS3 version is the only way to do it. So eventually I'm going to play it on that. But you know it'd mm. be really cool if they remade that too. Maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Come on, Blue Point. That would be amazing. They yeah I I tried to play it on the on PS Now because you can you can stream oh, it on yeah. the PS3 version. I, but I didn't know it was on there. So if you have a good connection or you hardwire your PS4, nope. nope. <laughs> Uh, so maybe Cody. don't try that, but I, yeah. that was Not one me. of my, uh, summer eBay purchases this year. Mm. So I have it on PS2 oh, nice. and it was like cheap. It was like oh, 15, really? 12 okay. bucks or I should something. track yeah. down a PS2. Oh shit, I have a PS2. Well, I, I bought one for my friend. Nice. So oh. I should get that. Do now. it. Yeah. If, and if you don't, if you have trouble finding it, you can always, uh, borrow it. 
Yeah. Good to know. Thank know. you, Connor. <laughs> Nobody else, though. Uh, probably not using because I don't know if I want to mail it out to you. Uh, it's all good. I'll, uh, I got my PS. I got my old PS3 out here. I'll crack it open and just play some tunes. There you go. You know what, Zig? No, I will borrow it from Connor. There we go. Ah, uh, bringing people together. I love it. Um, I have a I have a question. Yeah. For a discussion. Please. What? Because I know I know this was a controversial thing. I mean, does, how does everyone feel about the way Bluepoint remade the game? I have like, like no real opinion because it's the only one I played, but I'd love to hear from gotcha. you. Yeah, I only played like I can't really say much because it. Yeah, sorry. No, mine, mine's shorter, so I, I only played like the first couple hours of the first game on PlayStation Two, despite uh, now owning the copy that belonged to my brother as a child. So now it's mine. Um, but <laughs> nice. so uh, majority of my, my play experience with it is with uh, the remake, so I can't really speak to it as much. I can only say I played. I only did the first Colossi, so I I haven't don't have a big opinion. But I will say, just from what I remember playing, like I do enjoy the controls more. It definitely seems more intuitive than what I remember for the right. PS2. Yeah, I, I'm I am with you on that. I think for like from a quality of life standpoint, it is great. But I'm I'm in the camp. I'm not like as mad, I'm not mad about it like other people mm. were. But I definitely think it loses some of like the weird charm of the PS2 version. Sure. Mm-hmm. There was like a weird fog over the whole landscape in <laughs> yeah. PS2 that no. that to me was like you can't even like recreate it really because it was so specific to like the consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what like, is it? It's it, was, like it the, felt like such a PS2 the draw quirk. distance or the yeah. load in. Like uh, Silent Hill Two had an issue with that when they tried to HD. Yeah, and so like some yep. games suffered from that, but I feel like Shadow of the Colossus used it mm-hmm. to its advantage wow. to like make it feel a little more interesting. And that's like, how do you recreate a? Uh, uh, like a console generation's weird glitchy quirk <laughs> in a in a beautiful photorealistic remake. Like it's stuff like that that gets mm-hmm. lost that I felt was so core to the experience. However, it looks gorgeous. There's yeah. like I totally understand yeah, why feel- why it was done. <laughs> from looking at old footage from footage of the original game, yeah, it does seem to it's like foggy. Of course it's on a PS2, so like there's just a lot less uh a lot less pixels we're working with here. Right. Um, I, I feel like almost it's just it's almost too beautiful in the mm, new one uh, sure which i you could take as a good thing or a bad thing but I, I definitely think it's different i don't i don't think it's worse i just think like it is an interesting thing to note how the experience however minute is texturally different between both versions absolutely i, this I don't one... remember if you could do this in the original but i appreciate whenever a game lets you move the camera during a, a cinema cinematic scene that uh, was in the original, I think. It was okay, oh. yeah, because I, I feel like, yeah, as I was playing, <laughs> watching the scenes, like I would just like spin the camera around and like zoom in on random I things. I didn't know you could do yeah. that. <laughs> that that still yeah. tickles me. Like that's one of the like, like you could kind of do that in like Metal Gear Solid, like uh, Snake Eater <laughs> yes. and all that stuff. And it was so fun, just like reframing shots in the dumbest way possible. Oh my yes. god! So that, can, like some games let you zoom in a little bit yeah. too. Like I, I I'm torn between that because, especially yeah, like right now I'm working in writing for video games and there's a lot of like questions over how to divert attention yeah and i've I've thought about this even before this was my job like i was always thinking about okay well one of the ways video games are so different from film and and it's so useless to compare them is that you're given so much more control to the the player like 
the cinematographer's job is almost completely rewritten in video games because the mm-hmm. player is always in control of the camera. And not only that, it's servicing gameplay. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're playing Mario, you're not moving the camera to make the shot look good. You're moving it so you can see the game and yes. actually not die. <laughs> like, so all these different elements are like making it more difficult to direct player attention to what you want them to mm-hmm. be looking at. And like Half-Life 2 always in first person just gets you trapped and you have to look at something or make sure you're in a room that you can't leave. So you have to wait for a conversation to end. And I'm always like torn between, okay, well in a cutscene where you can move the thumbstick, <laughs> like, isn't that's kind of goofy to me? Like it, it kind of competes yeah. with. Yeah. Like maybe if you unlock that the in the vision, second but... playthrough or something, if you want to do yeah, that, but sure. <laughs> probably not first time through, I think. Cause it's, it's funny to like watch your character getting like sucked in by tendrils and you can just <laughs> yeah. look to the left. Veer <laughs> <laughs> away. Yeah, you can really stylize it to be uh, to be just be your own auteur in those cutscenes. <laughs> um, uh, something that I don't wait. Were we? Oh, you're still. Last thing I wanted to say was that was there any other? Um, we're talking about so much so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, sorry. Any if there's any other class, I feel free to bring them up. One that I still find so interesting uh, that I thought was really cool the first time and the second time is the. Uh, one that is past the waterfall and it's got the teeth on its crown that you have to smack to direct it towards a yeah. pillar. Oh, yeah. So that one was so really interesting to me because you, and I, I'm, I'm guessing there's others like this too, but when you first climb the Colossi, or the, uh, normally that's like all you've got to do and then you find those weak points. Mm. This one you have to climb it and then like get it to go to a specific area so that it mounts a pillar and then you get off it and and climb it again so like that whole puzzle aspect to me <laughs> yeah. was like i didn't know what the hell i was supposed to be doing the first time also kind of made me definitely like wince a little bit every time i hit <laughs> a tooth with my sword yeah and also it's not in the right spot those teeth yeah are it's like, like upside yeah. down <laughs> teeth should be. Yeah. that also begs more sort of questions in history is like did this thing have a top half of its yeah head? like where did that come from <laughs> or, <laughs> different yeah, like, very strange yeah uh, any any that any of you wanted to highlight oh yeah I, I, we didn't talk about this one but the i think it's like the third to last one is one of the last ones but you're almost at like the edge of the map yeah and there's these giant bridges above you and it's just one long like runway yes. almost this this one on my last playthrough gave me so much trouble because I just couldn't solve the puzzle. Yeah, um, I know exactly what you're like, talking about. Yeah, there's a bunch of different shit that can happen in it too. Like he can he has like a sword or something, or he swings and he can break the bridges. Yes, and mm. that's actually not needed to solve the puzzle. Oh, right, I don't think so. Like I don't Maybe think that. Not. I don't think yeah. You, yeah, like I'm pretty sure that like doesn't need to happen. In fact, it just makes it harder for you. Yes, it does because <laughs> then you can't cross a yeah, you can't cross those bridges up there. Exactly. But yeah, that one was like the most involved because you have to like first you think you're just supposed to attack it from the ground and like climb up it like the other ones, mm-hmm. but no, you have to like go off to the side, climb up these side structures on either side of the runway, and then like get a bu- mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that one was so confusing to figure out. Very much so. <laughs> In a good way, satisfying. The both times that I played it, and I liked it a lot more the second time. Like I did, honestly, most of them. Uh, once I knew how to go about the, each match, um, but that one in particular. You do have to do so much. You have to first, you can't get on this, you can't climb the sides. You can tell that you just don't have a high enough jump. So you have to get it, you have to lure it over and then get it to like <laughs> stomp one of the, one of the 
like I guess oh, plates yeah. on the ground that because it, that's how you get the elevation to jump up to some place you didn't even think you could jump up to <laughs> exactly. And then you have to get him to swing a sword at you again so that he knocks pillars down or like a wall so you can climb up. There's it's so many so involved, and there's no help. That's another thing I admire <laughs> about this game is no interest in guiding you. Besides Dorman, like just shouting something at you, which might not be yeah. helpful. At yeah, all. yeah, you're right. Like he's afraid of yeah. fire. Yes. Yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on Game Facts when I was first going through this game. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, that, that one was, was just tough. And then I think the, it had like the hardest weak spot for me to find, which eventually it seemed obvious where it's like on his other hand once he yeah. drops his sword. Yep. Uh, but again, only an, only obvious in retrospect. That totally. is not obvious. <laughs> yes. Uh, did either of you two have uh, a last one that you wanted to highlight? And no is an okay I answer, mean, too. There, there's was, good things to yeah. talk about with each of them. I'm sorry, Cody. If you have something specific, yeah. you should go for it. No, my answer was literally going to be no. Oh, okay. Because I haven't, yeah. <laughs> I haven't, Thank I you, haven't played it in so long. Yeah, I mean, like, again, all of them have, like, a really interesting <laughs> aspect to, like, figuring out it, what they do puzzle-wise or just, like, the way they look, you know, their des- initial design, sure. you know, or, like, the arena where they're in. Like, there's that one that is, uh, God, what is it called? It has a giant beard. And oh, it's, it's like a tr- it's like oh, a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Like a giant he reminds Gimli. you, yeah, of like yeah. a giant dwarf that is trying to stomp on you. And like you have to <laughs> basically just keep running. Wow, that's one of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just keep replaying that fight then to relive that. I'll just make a mystery. There you go, perfect. <laughs> well, I should have put one of the colossi in there. That would be really funny. But so like you can't even fight that until you have to like keep vaulting over these walls, keep going and going throughout yes. the area. And then you're like hiding under like this the only like structure that it looks like he can't stomp on because it's like inset into the wall. So he has to like look in at you. Like when when they do oh, like yeah. the puzzle elements that like cause the colossi to like kind of like come up in your face for whatever reason. And then you jump on oh his gosh. beard of all things, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, people were making jokes, like, in chat, which was like, man, if he had shaved his beard, you probably wouldn't have been able to kill him. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's um, astute. You've got smart And, like, the lightning fingers. in that area as well, because you're, like, underground, like, in this cavern thing. So it's got, like, very sparse, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, light shafts coming from the, the ceiling. So it's just, like, it's lit really cool. Like, mm. all of the lighting in that game is just really cool. And it was something that I could not shut up about. <laughs> like, yeah i was going i think that i i'm totally i totally agree with you especially in this i mean because i've only played the remake but that the lighting in that cave is particularly beautiful um and i i find interesting one thing we haven't talked about at all which we should definitely touch on is um we've talked about the colossi but like the journey to these colossi because mm, yeah. oh my god so that's the hardest them. part of the game for me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I, literally, I literally that's i don't need to look up how to solve the colossi i need to look up how to get to them <laughs> yes there are several that are that even because of course you can hold up your sword and mm-hmm. if the closer you get to pointing in the direction of the colossi it'll like get smaller to indicate that but like you were saying it's sort of a compass but it doesn't tell it's you sort exactly of a where it is. It's a compass that'll that, just direct you, you to, to like be... a giant brick wall. You're like, oh, yeah. How yeah. do I yeah. navigate this? Somehow get below, and the path <laughs> below is like a mile yeah. back that way. Yeah, yeah. You also need to be in the sunlight mm-hmm. for it to work, which is a nice. I, I appreciate that, but. Mm-hmm. And again, too, like that being There's, how like yeah. Dorman shows you where to go, and it's like sunlight, which wouldn't never necessarily be connected with like a dark god, you know. Like yeah. I feel like Dorman yeah. is kind yeah. of ambiguous in general. 
because like yes he, he does have like these dark tendrils which is very spooky and kind of lets you think like yeah he's probably <laughs> bad news but at the same time like he keeps your promise <laughs> the sword only activates in sunlight um mm, yeah like i don't know he's yeah there's like this, guy, this guy's got i levels. just like how they yes. kind of hint at the things that like you probably don't understand him regardless like and you're not supposed yeah, to right. really I've never, yeah, I've never thought about that, but now in retrospect, it seems like you know I always thought of him as like this evil demonic entity, but it seems like he may just be more like more of like a traditional like trickster god, where like he's going to keep his word, but it's definitely going to, it's definitely, it's not very, he's not straightforward. He's going to be, he's going to keep his word, but it's definitely, um, I don't think it's necessarily definition of evil. Like I think he's definitely. Uh, I, oh, I, I've lost my thought. Sorry. He's Loki. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Loki, yeah. <laughs> and I just like that added level of just like, yeah, it, it's some God that you have no way of understanding. And like, it's supposed to be that way. <laughs> so mm. I feel like it, it yeah, really kind of hits on that, that aspect. Totally. Uh, on the, to, not to, not to pivot too hard, but to return to like the journeys mm-hmm. across this land, the, there were of course a few that I had a tough time finding, but on this particular playthrough, even though I was doing uh, the speed demon version where I try to where I was re- <laughs> legitimately trying to get a trophy that's like under five and a half hours, which I did. Um, nice. Thank you so much. It's my proudest <laughs> achievement because I don't have many of them. Um, but I even playing in this fast version, uh, especially when riding on aggro, I had this sort of sense of like like regret and like uh and shame for what i had just done but also like knowing that i'm about to go do the exact same thing to some other colossi mm-hmm. felt so heavy on this playthrough mm-hmm. and just especially because you're doing it so yeah. mechanically so like oh, that's probably yeah. why is i'm just yeah. a, i'm just an assassin <laughs> yeah. over you're here just taking off a checklist yeah. yeah uh but i really felt like that grief and that uh but also this like a, some strange I don't know if I'll call it a sense of responsibility but like within the narrative of the gameplay trying to help this person that you have a connection to mm. uh, it was just like and, and the, the, because the game's so minimal mo- there might not be music when you're riding the mm-hmm. horse uh, yeah. Yeah. not like you're running into any enemies um, so it just gives you a lot of time to like sit <laughs> sit and think about like the stuff you've done and are going to do. Yeah. It's really... Oh yeah. I think that's a huge part of it. Forcing that meditation. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's like quite intentional. Uh, like any other modern game would have had like some sort of music or maybe more ambient noise or something in the background, but they wanted to keep that. Even fast travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, there's you can I didn't figure this out until late in my first playthrough, but if you save at the little prayer towers, but then you die, you'll like recoup there or you'll re your game will start back up there, but it's not like a, like you were saying a fast travel point Mm. or anything like that. Just a slightly convenient feature. (laughs) Yes. Um, once I briefly, I wanted to also just talk about how much I love the music in this game. (laughs) Um, bless you. Uh, hey, thank you so much. I was going to warn you that I was about to sneeze, but you know, it's hard to do that. When you're about to sneeze, you just sneeze. There's so much going on. You're putting too much responsibility on your shoulders. Uh, but the music Let's is talk really, music. yes, the music's really beautiful. One thing that I found particularly cool this time, um, again, I just noticed so much more on the second playthrough, which is like, like watching a movie for the second time. It's just probably going to happen if you're paying attention was the shift in music that they do specifically like when you are uh getting close to a colossi when you find one and then when you're trying to 
get to a place where you can actually start attacking it. I love the shifts in music. Did you guys notice this? It's so cool. Like just going from like eerie, mysterious to, and then it's, uh, it's danger. And then once Mm -hmm. you are like in command, it is like this heightened like adventure that you're hearing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like triumphant too. In a spot when you don't always feel like it should be which is it's i think that's interesting it is um but i don't have any particular pieces that i thought were uh that i that i wanted to actually point out specifically besides of course every time immediately after you kill a colossi and that tune plays of the person mm-hmm. it sounds like someone's singing where they're like mm-hmm. i am not even gonna try to sing <laughs> no, I, I know what you're talking about <laughs> my yeah. voice wasn't you know ready even, for it and Even just your quick little burst there was enough. Yeah. I, I, that is the I nicest thing you could have said about what just happened. <laughs> but that sticks with me, and sometimes that'll like, like play in my head over and over again. Just I mean, in the wake of having just played it, it's not like that it sticks with me every day of my life. But every day, so... every time my alarm clock, I wake up to this. So. Oh my gosh, that just I'm trying to That'd be, be fun. I'll do that. I will actually change do that. It, do it. Uh, just check in with us in a week and let us know if you need anything. Oh, my body's turning really sickly. And oh no. Um, uh, I just imagined uh, Betty Boop as Mona oh, no. on that little. <laughs> You've just guessed the grand finale. Oh, shit. oh my gosh! Yeah. Spoilers. I knew it. Um, uh, I, 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 you heard it here for, first, folks. <laughs> um, but yeah, did anyone have anything to say about the music uh, that you felt like sharing today? I mean, just kind of reiterating what you were saying before. Like Ko Otani's soundtrack is amazing, and like despite from yes. my childhood not having beaten the game, like that music is still mm. something. Like if I heard it anywhere, I could tell you that Shadow of the Colossus. You know, like totally. it's it's very specific for like the task at hand. Like it has this grand scale mm-hmm. to it that just fits so perfectly with what you're doing. Like. It's another aspect of like essentially the set dressing that they do a super good job at. The only time when I think it's not great is just like if I've got the triumphant music and then I fall off and then it immediately clicks back to the other soundtrack and I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) Totally. Well, that's like their version of the Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it is kind of like you lost momentum, so it makes sense why it would do that. But like, I feel like when it would stick out to me, I'd be like, God dang it. (laughs) Like, I know I fucked up, man. Okay. Yes. I'm doing my best here, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zig, I'm just playing you... audio clip. Of fuck <laughs> there you. There you go. <laughs> just from Dorman. Uh, uh, Zig, did you have any music things you were going to add? No, it's. I feel so unpre- uh, underprepared because I haven't played the game in so long and just okay. started playing it last week. Uh, I will say uh, one of the first things that I did also, um, yeah, the music is good, obviously, uh, but like what... Roxy made me think of how the music is so intentionally tied to the series. I don't think there are a lot of video game series for me anyway, where like I hear the music and I think of like, I think it fits um, the aesthetic. Like I think this near automata, I think yes, is like yes. the second one that comes yes. to mind when it comes oh, just like yeah. music. That's so, that is so weird and bizarre. And it also makes perfect sense for like the world that you're navigating. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously any final fantasy game, but like those two in particular, I think that if you could do like a, uh, a double booking, like a back-to-back, like movie night of like just the soundtrack. Mm. It would be like this in your automata, or like 
are sort of like in the same realm for me. Interesting. Bring me back for the me too. Me too. Yeah. 110%. When I, when I play that for the first time in two years, uh, we're all so we've got a few things on the schedule for this crew is it's the Shadow of the Hedgehog <laughs> episode and then the Nier. Uh, I'll put that one on hold for Nier. And that's yeah. a trilogy right there Shadow, Shadow, and Nier. Yeah. Um, well, well, thank you so much. The last thing we've we've been able to talk for a while, and I do want to do a fun segment. And before we do plugs to end the show, um, but I did want to open it up again, sort of one last time, to to any thoughts that you all may, may have not gotten to share yet, or something you wanted to wrap up, or as, or if there was anything else about Shadow of the Colossus that you felt like sharing today, and uh, and anybody can go if you've got one. Um, I think it, I'll oh, just, sorry, of course, no, with the ahead. delay, no, no, we're no. both speaking at the same time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. so Go I ahead. don't know if you guys can, well, I thought that, <laughs> <Can't do it. laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys can confirm this or not, but, uh, is Shadow of the Colossus and Ico, are they actually part of like the same world and like history? Do you guys know that? Cause that's something I was wondering. I, I remember I looked it up once and I think. I shouldn't answer this because I don't know for sure. But I, I'm pretty sure no, but there's like things that tie them together. I didn't even know about the watermelon. Okay, yeah, um, I but, didn't until like well, last that ties night. it all yeah, together, Alex. Watermelons all the way down. <laughs> That's true. I, I think I think the implication is that they could. Yeah. But there's nothing explicitly tying them okay. together. That's, that's my understanding too. And I think they actually had more explicit plans to tie them together, mm. but that that was uh, – Either, either that that was just something they were doing in development to have like placeholder characters that looked like mm-hmm. Ico, but or they abandoned it at a certain point. Okay. Um, because inf- I mean, Last Guardian also like they all have the same art style yeah. to yeah. a degree. So I mean, it, it's not a stretch to imagine that they all take place. In the yeah, same I think there's yeah. also the thing where yeah. like Ico, yeah. you're playing as like the cursed child, and then Mona is like a cursed yeah. person who was killed because of that. I guess so. I think mm. people were theorizing like, oh, maybe she's like the mother of the horn kids like maybe it started with her or something or i feel like i saw that theory in a few yeah, others yeah so i couldn't well. i couldn't remember if that was yeah, just like totally a theory or if it was actually explicitly something i said i think that's a theory you can pretty convincingly gotcha. make totally uh uh well talking out my ass, i mean though. i have no <laughs> idea either just a little neat thing i was wondering about hey no worries um do we think it takes place in the same universe as mario mm. I think that's a guarantee he can for sure. Hop towards in, the, in, the, yeah. in between dimensions, right? So why not? That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, the the Colossus King th- or the ruined the ruined throw right on Dormier and call it a day. <laughs> I will say I, my dream video game is just let me play as Mario sixty four Mario in every other video game. <laughs> map. Oh so my let gosh! Me, let me just jump around on the Colossus. I think I've tweeted literally. I'm gonna see if I can find my own tweet. <laughs> I think it's literally about I wanted to play as Mario in Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> this isn't exactly Shadow, but Alec, I saw a video. I think yesterday. That someone made uh, Mario from Mario Odyssey going through a Banjo Kazooie level. Oh, I've oh, seen wow. that. Oh wow! Um, and I thought that was to pretty cool too. Up. But like similar worlds. There's, there's also an N64 mod or a Mario 64 mod where they've ported in all the Banjo Kazooie levels. That's cool. And I've watched some playthroughs oh, of that. I've not played it myself, but I Man. I love that. Um, there's there's a Twitter user named Chess who also shares the same dream and <laughs> she's tweeted about it a bunch and I'm I'm acutely aware because she actually plays the the mods that she finds that actually bring that to a reality. Whoa, that's cool. Uh, okay, yeah. Sorry, this is not exciting, but I did find my no, tweet from important. June 19th. The tweet just says, 
Shadow of the Colossus mod where I can play as Mario with Mario 64 controls. That's it. I've already said that's what I wanted, but we had to find the tweet. I, I'm, if I saw that, I probably liked that tweet, and that's probably in the back of my mind is why I asked if you wanted to come on this episode. All right, well, you know what? Let's, let's see if you liked it. Yeah, we'll... We'll find out. It's too, uh, too many to scroll through. Sorry. Ooh, yeah, I was going to say. Popular <laughs> <laughs> Twitter over here. Unfortunately, hey, there was no way to say that without it no, coming off like a brag. Hilarious. <laughs> well, I'll look up the tweet, and then I'll see if I have a little red heart by there it. There we go. Uh, yeah. And that'll be the little end of the episode uh, treat. Um, did uh, anybody else have anything or any thoughts or anything you wanted to wrap up or reiterate uh, about this game? I'm, I'm just looking forward to playing it again and seeing it recontextualized uh since I haven't played it since I was a kid. Yeah. I definitely want to keep a, an eye out for that ending and see if that bumps me as well. Cause it is, I'm very interested to, to, to see how I process it. Mm. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. See if Alec has poisoned our minds. The worst I've done is say something smart and you listened. <laughs> uh, no arguments uh, from me. Uh, I'll I'll just say for myself and if any either of the other two if you guys had any last things you want to say feel free to hop in after otherwise we'll move on but for me I just think that this game it's so strange having experienced it for the first time 15 years later <laughs> having like always it, it holding this place in my mind of being like something that could be so great or grand I, f- I feel like there are things I'll see in my life or music I'll hear or a trailer for a movie and I'll know that I'm going to love it strangely. And then sometimes that's not the case, but there are certain things where that has been the case. And like playing this for the first time 15 years later was just like, uh, it was, it feels like a masterpiece to me. And it, and I truly totally understand why people like refer to it as one of the greatest games ever. And I am right there with them. And I think the more I play it, the more, mystery I speculate about the more mm. uh just time I just let myself sit in that world the more I like it so I'm this is I think this is going to be a game that I revisit every so often I mean I did it twice <laughs> within a year so right. it's not uh saying anything too crazy but it's such a great world like I, like I said I just booted up to zone out yeah <laughs> yeah there's not a lot of games like there's a small list of games I do that with so high honor uh, high honor indeed um any final thoughts about uh, Shadow of the Colossus that y'all wanted to get in for this co-op episode before we do some fun stuff and head out? Which Colossus do we most want to fuck? Oh, <laughs> definitely the one. Definitely the one at the very end because it's great fashion style with the dress. Oh, with the dress. Yeah. yeah. I I got a thing for fashion, so that's for me. Okay. Nobody else has to answer that. That was just for fun. <laughs> I would say if anybody uh, listening well, hasn't played the game, go play it. That's what I will say. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, and, and forget I, yeah. everything we've said. Uh, no, it's fine. So you're you gonna can... love it. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna think about all the great things we said and like it even more. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, cool. Last call. We all set. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, thank you guys for that. Uh, we'll move on to the old, the one segment that we know <laughs> from the regular show, which is the fact me by your game segment. And this is where I just tell <laughs> my guests uh, facts about the game. So, like I said earlier. <laughs> Um, definitely, uh, especially for you, Zig, since you haven't seen it, uh, I'll send you a link, but it's called the decade long quest for the last secret in the shadow of the closet. Oh yeah. Please send me that. 
for sure. It, and it's so cool to hear about these like forums that are now not existing anymore and oh, the yeah. hours people would put into yeah, it. It's like internet archaeology. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. It's so fascinating to me. And I just like really hope that we can preserve some I think of this stuff. Like, printed probably... out a hard copy or something. They say that in the video, like somebody printed out all of their yes. form posts, which was oh, insane. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to find that in a real last of us two scenario someday and be like, what, what is this for? Uh, but the two effects I actually wanted to share was that um, the first one is this comes from Did You Know Gaming's YouTube video about this game. Uh, more colossi were planned for the game that were act then were included. So more colossi uh, were planned for the game, and then they included them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so Ueda said in an interview that originally they had planned to have forty-eight colossi in this wow. game. Which That's is psychotic. It is. It's so many. Um, they eventually narrowed it down to a final 24, but ultimately landed that the right number was 16. Uh, and there is a ton of information about these colossi. This isn't like a super big mystery. You can go find uh, actual um, concept That's art so cool. of some of these. It's pretty fantastic. Um, but the ones that they did get rid of, they implemented a lot of uh, their aspects into the other colossi oh, cool. that are actually in the game. So, which I'm, it'd be interesting to see some of the colossi that we actually play, uh, with like tiny things stripped away. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of, I think 16 felt like the right, feels like the right number to me. Yeah. It makes the world feel just bare enough too. Just I think personal. especially it sounds um, like they like really honed in on the fights and probably made them like even better as a result of that. So yeah, totally. They, yeah. Can, they made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to imagine a PS2 with 48 giant bosses. <laughs> oh my god, that game would even work. <laughs> probably not. Like three discs, maybe. Um, <laughs> I think a lot more of them would start to look the same. Yeah, like they would, yes. they would start repeating models. Yeah, <laughs> this one's um, green. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> killer swap. Oh, so this is this is my <laughs> yeah. edgy uh, emo recolor shadow. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, uh, and then the second fact I have for you is all about this. Uh, this thing called the Eye of the Colossus. So this is from a game ranks video. It's game and then R A N X. Uh, but there's there was a used or not a used item, an unused item that was found in the betas code called the Eye of the Colossus, which was this item that you could get. Um, and I think the, they like hacked the code and were able to actually get Wander to use it. And it's only usable when you're battling the Colossi, but what happens is that you see from their perspective, Whoa. What? <laughs> which is seems to be something they just saved for the very end of the game when you are, I mean, it's not a first person view, but you are the Colossi, yeah, yeah. Wow. Colossus at the end. I mean, that's um, good because it would have created empathy, like <laughs> yeah. a stronger sense of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, damn. Or they could have like used that but tactically in, to your advantage. She like Siren is a game that does that to let you maneuver around oh. enemies so i could see how they could implement mm. that in like cool gameplay ways too yeah damn yeah it's i definitely recommend checking out that video because they have some footage of the hackers wow. have collected so uh cool. it's it's really interesting to like see wander running around <laughs> from like very high up yeah that's great. um but that's the end of the factory by your game segment and folks that'll bring us to the end of the episode uh so i'll have everyone plug stuff but i just wanted to say uh thanks again this was so much fun i feel like 
we probably could have gone a little longer, but just like the 16 Colossi, I like to believe this was the right amount of time. <laughs> that, uh, two hours and one minute at this point were the right amount <laughs> for us. I agree. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you all three for being on this episode and for coming back. Uh, yeah. For, as far can. as plugs go, um, why don't we start with you, Zig? Uh, where can we find you? What do you what What do you want us to find, if anything? Uh, you know what? Yay for Zig across all them social media <laughs> platforms. Uh, I must follow, as I've said before. Yeah, please. Thank you, I'll, King. I'll say that for uh, everyone. <laughs> uh, listen, if you're into like anime or manga or just nerd shit in general, I host a Hell podcast yeah. called The Dark Weave with awesome. my homie Brody Reed. We just talk nerd shit. Uh, we usually have other people of color on, uh, and it's great. Um, it's just a fun outlet. It is fun doing a show where everyone is as enthusiastic about the subject as they could possibly, possibly be. Not unlike this show. So uh yeah, sure. check that out. And uh, you know, uh go go play this game and also play Miles Morales. I love that game too. Oh, so good. <laughs> I didn't work on it, I had nothing to do with it. I just had fun playing it. Maybe my favorite game of the entire year, honestly, having completed it. Oh, yeah, it's wow. good. I didn't even play uh, the first one. I wanna I wanna play them. Uh and oh, I'll take this time to I mean, the listener might know this, but as a bonus for December, we're doing a free second co-op episode that's going to be all about miles uh oh, wow. unfortunately oh, yeah. featuring uh your two of your enemies uh zig matt apodak and edgar Momplus here so i'm so sorry oh boy you know i mean they're latinx it makes sense they should probably be on the show and and not me <laughs> and that's why i should be on the show uh <laughs> um but thank you zig uh and thanks again for being here roxy mm-hmm. uh i know you've got some stuff to share people need to follow you uh, where, uh, what do you want to share yeah, with Yeah, I'm, uh, mostly Roxy Polk on, like, everything, so including, like, Twitch, which I very shamelessly plugged earlier, uh, before the <laughs> plug As segment. As you should. It's a great um, Twitch. No shame. I'm on Twitter a lot, too. Um, I have a webcomic called Lacuna Break. Uh, that's just lacunabreak.com that updates regularly. Awesome. Um, and, uh, just, you know, I've got an Etsy store. <laughs> Go buy shit at my Etsy store. There's cool things I work really hard on oh, over yeah. there. I will be sure to put a, I'll put a link to all this, but uh, definitely the store that that'll all be in the show notes as cool, well. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And, and thanks for being here. And last but not least, uh, uh, you revealed the end of Mr. Boop today, tonight, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Al, I just called you Alex. Jesus. Hey, you know what? <laughs> My own Ooh. parents do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, I think it's, I think it's literally just, it autocorrects. So everyone does it to me. <laughs> That'll be my my voice autocorrected is what I'm going to go with. But um, Alec, uh, thanks for being here as well. Where can we find you? What do you want to share? What do I want to share? Great question. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on Twitter. That's at Alec Robbins. That's where I'm loudest. Um, it's true. It is true. I tweet a lot. I don't I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind saying whatever I want to say. Um, but no, the, the boys the, logged on. <laughs> The the big one that everyone really likes is Mr. Boop. Um, thank you to everyone who does like Mr. Boop. But please please read it if you. It's kind of fucked up. It's definitely not safe for work, but um, I'm very proud of it. And it's almost done. So mrboop.net, or you can just find it on my Twitter. I also have three volumes of it for sale. Oh shit! Yes. I didn't realize you had that. That's yeah. great. Oh yeah, I, the first one I pr- I self printed on my Risograph printer. Oh my god, um, for real! Oh yeah. hell yeah, that's so dope. <laughs> it was so much fun, and I'm very glad I did it. But and this is not a complaint because this is actually a blessing. But there were so many orders that I could not feasibly keep doing this. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say it takes <laughs> a lot of time yeah. to print on that. <laughs> it was it was like I was lucky I had no work, uh, <laughs> which is 
not true. But <laughs> but I wouldn't have been able to do it if I had a job at the time because it took up literally. It was like a full time job until I got wow. them all shipped out. Because it was, I mean, not to, this is plugs, but I'll very quickly. Like I had to format each page. I had to scan each page, uh, collate them all, fold them. Uh, staple them. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and then mail them and do the log- logistics of like mailing them all out and sketched in every single one of them. Oh man. Oh wow. Yeah, it was really a one-person operation there. <laughs> and oh, and it was quarantine, so I couldn't ask friends for help. Yeah, because like usually, <laughs> oh, like when you're making zines and stuff, like this just making me think of mm-hmm. you're making me flashback to college. But yeah, they take so much time. It's like a group effort usually. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's Dang. it's very rewarding, and I'm. I mean, yeah, that's amazing that you were in that position. I'm sorry ones. that it was that much work, yeah. but that's so cool that no, it was it was fun. It There's so no much. complaints. Yeah, because like I um, I knew that before I even knew. I didn't even realize you were going to be the Alec that was on this podcast today. Which that's is just so, so funny. It shows you how small of a world like Twitter and comics is in general. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. It's so true. In fact, uh, a guest on the on the Miles episode upcoming, who's been on before, Matt Apodaca, has bought all three of those volumes and <laughs> is a big fan. I, oh, I just yeah, shipped another one out to him. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> thank, oh. thank you, Matt. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, that's so dope. I'm gonna use Matt, you're that. getting a thank you on an episode that you're not even on. You should feel lucky. <laughs> Matt, here's uh, the here's the Alec guarantee. I will use all of your money to buy Magic the Gathering cards. There you <laughs> go. D- d- digital ones, not even real ones. This is just in-game currency. <laughs> that could someday just just disappear yeah. uh, due to <laughs> platforms. They definitely will. I yes. think I think in 30 years I will not have any of the things I paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh was, was that the volumes the last thing you were sharing? Yeah, sure. Oh, Mariology too. Sure. Oh, of course. Video, video game people love Mariology, right? I think <laughs> I've watched uh... 6 of the 9 episodes. <laughs> Are there 9? I think there's 10. It ten, was, six it was of for, the ten? Yeah, to quickly summarize it was uh my friends Heather and Lexi and I we all Sat and tried to map out every single Mario game onto one chronological timeline, which oh, wow. is oh sweet. It's just not possible. <laughs> yeah, in, oh, in wow. like every <laughs> game too. Yeah, we tried to like actually make it make sense. There's like over 110 games we went through. Any game that Mario's in made it on oh, the wow. list. It's it's wow. nonsense, but that's the point. And we filmed and it all in one day, so we get visibly more aggravated. As that's amazing. Episodes. That <laughs> was actually part of the fun to watch it. Alec was like. There's there are several episodes where they are arguing and you're just like trying to keep the peace and let it and like calm everybody down. It's fun to uh, yeah, it's fun to rewatch because I, I just can scroll to any point and watch myself at my lowest, just <laughs> <laughs> completely exhausted and defeated. And no, Paper yes. Mario was not a book in Mario Galaxy. You're crazy. Oh my gosh, I had just played Galaxy, so I remember being like, "This isn't a, this isn't a thing." It sucks uh, to know you're right and you can't convince anyone. Uh, that's the Alec Robbins story right there. Sorry, that's uh, enough. That's enough plugs for me. Well, yeah, definitely check out Mariology. Uh, and then for me, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Connor underscore McCabe. Uh, sometimes I tweet, I Twitch stream sometimes mm-hmm. at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Uh, but course. again, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the whole reason I chose that was because cons wasn't available. C-O-N-Z has always been my name in like my handle in video games. Like even Pokemon when you can only do like four letters back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um so I rebelled and made it something as childish as I could. Cons is cool 69. So, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for you three for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, thanks for, yeah, having, thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Uh, and we'll have to have you all on, uh, not just for the shadow and the near, <laughs> uh, to finish this trilogy, um, those episodes, but some other time too. And of course, thank you to all the patrons listening uh, to this. Uh, this is why uh, we do it. it uh, well, we, but we, 
uh, by we, I mean me, uh, because these three are doing me a favor, but they might do it for you too. But again, thank you for the support. It means the world. Look out for the Miles Morales episode that'll be on every feed. Can't wait to listen to that. Heck yeah. It's, I'm so pumped to do it too. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>